0: Welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I'm your host, the one annoying talent, my Taylor, a.k.a. Talent El Idolo Deportivo Taylor, the one and only, you know, a.k.a. Mr. Energy, a.k.a. the motor mouth of the south. The motor mouth of the south. Don't get a, don't get a twist there. You know your boy does his ring, ring, ring announcing as well. We got a big show for you guys. So it's Monday. It's Monday, and not only is it Monday, we ain't talked since last Wednesday. And you know there's a reason that we don't talk on a Friday. It means something was really popping that day for me to have to get away. Ain't a lot of things that get me away for on a Friday. This one wasn't family related. I mean, not quite family yet. Like, if things go the way I, I want it to go, like, family will be made from this. <laughs> No, like it will become family, but we had a big we had a big weekend big, big weekend folks I can't wait to get into the, to, into all of this you understand right we got we got the I'm just gonna get us out the way now. We got the Yanks being swept. We got Britney Grinder still still locked up. We got the Giants stomping the Jags. We got some notable injuries, folks. We got birthdays. We got the Jets flying high in the Mile High. We got this, it's no apparently we were seeing it firsthand. This is officially no longer a league for old men. Don't forget to go register and go out and vote if you haven't taken care of that as of yet. What folks? Guess what? We actually have the results from In Art. We lost three. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later, right? Yo, them. ease up on now. Ease up on Russ. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna, we're gonna talk a little bit about that. What's going on with the Russell Westbrook? Um, um, hate. And I'm gonna call it hate because i feel like you guys get a little out of hand. I feel like you guys are getting a little out of hand with 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 the Russell Westbrook slander. Now I know I'm the person that comes on here. And says that his cooking is kind of bland. <laughs> but that's when he that's when he cooks bad. Well, we know we're gonna talk about that later. Right? We got young Frankenstein to get into. We have all that and on the Mighty Sports Podcast. I don't know if you guys know. It's officially Monday. It's October twenty fourth. It's ten PM at night. I know you guys went like, God damn T, ten PM at night? Yeah, so you know this may mean that we're going to three AM in the morning. That's right, though. We got the Knicks game on, going over here. We got Monday Night Football going on over here. Both of those will probably be done by the time that by the, by the time that um we've done will be done by the time that we finish the podcast. Hopefully, there's another game on. This like a ten o'clock game or a ten thirty game for us to watch until about like midnight ten. You know, twelve twelve thirty ish. We'll keep that on as well, folks. I told you, folks, we're in a big mood today. We had highs of eighty eight, lows of sixty eight. Current temperature right now is seventy six degrees. You officially listen to volume eight. Episode 19, track 473 of the My Sports Podcast. But you know what we say here, regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, Coach, you want to add, you want to... You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a blast on the My Sports Podcast. Podcast and listen every day that we come at you, we're back at it like a sports fanatic. And, you know, it's 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 uh, you, you don't know about me, Joe Rogan. My Knicks are five and two. I'm sorry, my Jets are five and two. And the haters gonna hate. And the haters gonna hate. And the haters gonna hate. Man, the hate is going. Hey, t- <laughs> the hate's coming already. The hate is coming already, and you know what? We're here for the shits. We're here. For, we're here for it all. Ooh, look at that! Look at that! It's coming. We're here for all the shits, folks. Right here on the mighty Sports pocket Back at it like a sports fanatic. My. T Sports. Let's get into our. Let, let's do what we always like to do, right? And let's start off the birthday po- Let's off the. Let's start off the podcast with our little birthday party, right? Where we like to shout out everybody that had a birthday since the last time that we was on. We had five days that we was away, and apparently everybody didn't have a birthday on those five days. But we got the people that mattered. So let's get it. Woo! It's getting kind of hot. I like that. You like that. I like because yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your because it because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Hey yo, we got some special birthdays. This past weekend. We had some special birthdays since the last time that we spoke, folks. Yo, if you're listening right now and you happen to know somebody that had a birthday since the twenty-eighth. Sorry, since the twentieth to today, go ahead and drop their info, go ahead and drop their names in the in the comments. We'll go ahead and give them a birthday shout out as well too. Right, and if you're listening, you make sure that you make, make sure that you like, make sure that you subscribe so you hear that bing bong every time that we go on. But you also that you make sure that you share so whoever, so whoever, you love and you care about can also hear this with you when you hear. You want to make sure we drop the flavor and you're in their ear. I still like that. Right, you want to hear that again? I know that was unconventional for you. It's what we do here on Mighty Sports Podcast, right? Because yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. It's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. B- because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay, let's go ahead and get into our birthday shoutouts for the evening, folks. Like I said, it was really weird. I had no birthdays for the 20th. Maybe Facebook is no longer giving them to me. That's how I get all my birthdays. If I don't remember, if I don't remember your birthday, out, 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 right? Which is basically everybody for the 22nd. I know your birthday's outright. Everybody else, like, you gotta put you gotta get your boy on Facebook, follow, like, subscribe. You right over there? All right. All right? make sure, make sure that make sure you can get it. Also, let's get you guys know. Not only do we have the call in line through Podbean, we're also now accepting call-ins through the Instagram app as well. Yeah, folks. We I I don't know why we've been fighting this, right? We're accepting calling, we're accepting calling to the show, to the Instagram app as well. So if you're listening to the, Insta- so if you're listening, and you say, y'all Yo, want to call into the show, y'all go find it on Instagram, go hit that little call button, right? You see that little join button? We got you. Let's go in, let's go, in, let's go in and get this great debate going. All right. No birthdays for the 20th, or the 21st, or the 22nd. We had that shit on lock. Once we birthday to Javay, and to Darnell, and to Claudia, and to Monica. We're talking about niece, and we're talking about brother, and we're talking about sister, and we're talking about sister. I mean, you don't understand the connection there, right? Dr. Javay Harris, my little, one of my little ones. You know what I mean? Like, 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 so proud of you. He keep doing what you do. She turned old as fuck on the 22nd. Yo, my big bro, Darnell. Like, happy birthday to him as well. Like, you heard me talk about these people before here on the podcast. Yo, happy birthday. Happy birthday to him as well. He turned old as fuck, too, on the 22nd. Happy birthday to my homegirl, Claudia, like my little sis. Don't know, you know, she, I think she's a little older than me, though. It's my army sister. I don't know what's happened to you. Like, I know you kind of been on the, been out of the loop lately. Right? Hope, hope to get in contact with you pretty soon. So it's time for your annual check, in my. It's time for your annual check. You know how we worry about you. Guys, anybody, anybody that are listening to this that know Claudia Becerra, right? Have contact with her, ways to contact her. Make sure you do a little check in with her, right? And if you can, check in with me so we so I can know if she's okay or not. She likes to, she, you know, she does she goes AWOL every once in a while. You know, everybody, everybody, everybody deals with their stress differently. She's one of those people that completely retracts, and sometimes it's not for her best self interest. I I got another homegirl like that right now. She gets into these retracting stages no, 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 no. We ain't, we ain't done with the birthday shout-outs. How dare you, DJ My T? I'm going to need you to come back, run that beat back. Let's get back to it. But what, what, do, what do we say here? I think you know what we say here. We are back at it like a sports fanatic. Get that beat back in here for all the listeners of My T Sports. Next game is over. I'm happy. I am real, real happy. Talking to Julius Randle like Julius Randle did something. Yo, if, if if it's your birthday, right, or you know somebody that had that birthday, right, if we're all part of the birthday celebration, yeah, that's real, that's real. Woo, all right. But what I want you to do, all right, my bad, I already cracked open the drink. You grab yourself a drink, right? Either you pour it up or you crack it open. If not, you roll yourself a nice little doobie snack. Doobie snacks, the gifts some IT trivia. <laughs> right? And let's go ahead and celebrate these birthdays together. Know what I me? Mean? See, even ESPN is on top of it, right? We had birthday for Gervais, little, you know what I mean? Little niece. That birthday to Darnell, big bro. Had, had happy birthday to Claudia, little sis, even though she's older than me. And also, happy birthday to Monica as well. Like, it's also little sis. It's funny. Right? We was at the beach recently, right? Celebrating Darnell and Monica's birthday. Because both of them, two of them live down here. Javay, she lives in Vegas. Claudia, she's in Cali or and or Vegas. Right? Kind of spread out. I met Claudia while I was in the Army. First time in North Carolina. And then we re, we we reunited again in Indiana. Sparkling one for all of these right now, all right? Yo, shout out, yo, shout out to Blazies, to to Blazy Susan, yo, and the, and these and these colorful joys because we wanted to represent some some breast cancer, some breast cancer awareness over the weekend. And these Blazy Susies really really came in handy, like it really helped set that um, that, that, that 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 smoking ambiance, like it, You'd be surprised the little things that that really help set the mood for for the thing for what you're trying to do, and the pink joints really help. Shout out to Blazing Susan, right? So we're at the beach, right, for for the birthday parties, and damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, and I'm talking to Monica's son, right, little nephew, right? And he goes, how many brothers and sisters do you have? And I was like, well, I got three brothers and three sisters. He goes, what? He ain't know that. I'm like, yeah. I was like, well, I was like, I got two that you know I, I got I got two sisters you've never met. I got one brother that you may have met, one brother that you definitely have not met, and one that you definitely have met. He was like, "What? I've met your brothers. I've met some of your brothers." And I'm like, "Yes." I was like, "Your mom, sister, and Louis, your brother." He, he was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Yes." I was like, "This whole time, time like, what do you thought was going on here?" He, he, he asked me if I'm the youngest, one. I'm like, "No, your mom is the youngest." He's like, "What? You older than my mom?" <laughs> this is the this this is the thing about being teal chocolate right? It's not just that black don't crack. I have that kind of personality where. Let's just say I have a jovial personality, right? It comes off real playful, right? And and I'm, and I'm willing to play around, especially with kids, right? And, and, and like I said, when, when I come into the room, right, I come into the room with that with, with with that big pot energy, right, with that big uncle energy, and they see that and they feel that, and then they cling to it. And, and like I said, I'll go chase you. I got no problem. I you know I am that dude. I will interact with you and your kids like for hours. And I can do this for hours while you relax your powers. Or recharge your powers, yo. Like if it's your kids, then it's ours. It takes a community to raise these little flowers. <laughs> like for real, for real. Cause also listen, when I have kids, like honestly, I'm gonna do some reckless shit. Like 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 leave like like ring the doorbell, leave my kid outside, and like bounce and be like, "Hey, yo, pimpin'. Remember that time where I fed your kid a potato off my plate? Like yeah, payback." <laughs> <laughs> like, remember that, Tom, when I, hi, I am from, I am new to the, I'm to the corner of probably sometimes open, to all conspiracy theories, late not everyone opinion counts. Facts. Welcome to the podcast. But you know, I, I would appreciate it though, before you come in. Uh, 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 uh talk about what you do at least give me a like share and a follow first like have some decent courtesy to at least tip your boy before you start sticking your hand down his pants like shit like 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 the, like the nerve of these people like these guys over no respect no respect but i really had fun really had a good time like seeing everybody and i'm telling you man like i'm, I'm, I'm maybe i'm getting sentimental in my old age Maybe I'm getting to that point where I'm, where I'm ready to drop my own hit single, right? I'm just trying to find the um the um the right record label and producers, like 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 to help to help me like to, like, to help me with the mastering, right? Um, but you know, I really enjoy watching like the next generation interact and have these weird ass and and have these interactive moments. You know what I mean? Like we're talking about all of the babies basically. I mean, they just, none of them have been walking for more than a year already. You know what I mean? So, none of them is really more than two. I mean, there's a couple of them, too. But, but they're all about the same size. None of them is really walking for it. like this. So, they all, it's rap. They talk, they all mumble the same language. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It, make, it makes me just want to drop out like a seven month year old right now. Like, there you go. Let's just skip all the bullshit. Let's just make you 17 months right now and call it a rap. I think I'd be good if I could start off at 17 weeks. So, boo, let's let you know. If I disappear for a year and almost a half, like, it, it, it's, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I am, yo, 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 Reggie, joke you know me on my right? Like, uh, nothing we say here is serious. You understand? <laughs> we got more birthdays. I mean, they ain't the only birthdays. These birthday shout-out segment. Should you not been taking this long right now. Let's go ahead and get the birthdays out for today. Because pick your birthdays today. Today's birthdays mattered too. Not as those four special people, but I'll say all the special people that I have in my life, right? I wanna say happy birthday to Matt Rupp, right? Happy birthday to him as well. One of the homeboys, right? One of the homies. Also wanna say happy birthday to, 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 to Kayleen Dara, right? Like like, like, like like one of my homie sisters. Right? Wanna say happy wanna say happy happy birthday to to to, to all of you, right? And don't get it twisted, right? Like like don't don't think what happened happened. All right, you have to understand. And you guys know who I'm talking about, right? You guys know exactly who I'm talking about. Right? Don't think what happened happened. You have to understand there's always a me- there's always there's always a method to the madness and these odds are recorded for finally- So who do we have? We had Javon, we had Darnell, we had Claudia, we had Monica, we had Matt, we had Kylie. And honestly, that's not bad for having five days of birthdays. But we want to wish you all a happy birthday. We want to we all we only hope you party hard. We 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 hope you regret nothing. We 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 stop. <laughs> right? Hope you party hard, regret nothing, enjoy everything. Right? Get your weekend at Bernie's on the weekend just passed. So I hope you had a blast. Right, but more importantly, you continue to stay mighty, and remember to flex on your haters. That's, that's what the whole Mighty brand is about, right? Having fun. No worries. No worries. Be happy. And, and flex and, and it's flexing on, on flexing on your haters, right? Isn't that what we all do right in silent? We all kind of flex on our haters. Even though you don't want to give those negative people like like power, you you do sometimes use them to motivate you, right? You guys know what I'm saying, so you flex on them. Right? Listen, you 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 see the two guns? I'm on the Mighty Sports podcast. You see Oh, you know, it's everywhere. You see it everywhere. Now, somebody that you're not seeing everywhere these days is Brittany Grinder, as once again Brittany Grinder makes our my my t- topic of the day. Right, Britney Grant has been officially locked up now for two hundred and forty-seven days in Russian confinement, where it has been deemed that she is being currently now held hostage. Remember, this is this is what it's been labeled. Right, she's being wrongfully detained. Right, as they continue to try to use her as as, as a political prisoner. Jalen Brunson tonight, twenty-one points, three rebounds, six assists in thirty-three minutes. We're gonna talk about this game just a little bit later. Facts, but let's. Oh no, we have we have some Knicks post game. Mm-mm-mm. That sucks. That sucks. I was gonna change this, but now I kind of just want to see the post game report. Even though I, even though I can't read, even though I can't read and talk to you guys at the same time. Oh, no, can I? It's gonna be awkward, right? I mean, I can read and talk to you guys at the same time, mm-hmm. but I think at some point in time it's gonna make me feel like I'm gonna I'm trying to read what's saying, what's being said up there, but that's not really trying it. And nah, let's just focus. ooh, Serena. Sorry, got distracted. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Like Serena's sexy, man. You know, I like me, a, I like, I like me a nice little Amazonian chick. Like I like, I, I like Death by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> Like, like that, like that's a real thing, and and I and I am here, all for it. What's going on, Tears? What's going on? What's going on, Leo? We see you guys. Yo, definitely shout out to the Knicks. Definitely shout out to the Knicks. Yo, Tears. Why do I feel like I know you personally? Are you are you my boy, Vinny? I picked up on that vibe the last, time. I was like, "Y'all wonder if that's that's my boy Vinny, right? You could, you you could or you could not be welcome to the podcast. The phone lines are open when you guys are, like, <laughs> right. oh, that is you, ha ha. <laughs> oh, it's not. Oh, shit. Okay, never mind. Knicks are looking good. I'm happy with the Knicks. I'm definitely happy with the Knicks. Knicks came over with a nice little victory today. I was gonna talk about the next a little bit later, but since you already asked me about the next, let's go ahead and talk about some Knicks. We we'll, we 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 could listen. We'll never forget about Brittany Grant. It's been 247 days. We'll keep her in our, continue to keep her and our and our thoughts and prayers and, and and whatever positive and whatever positive and en- ways that you use to channel positive energy, right? But um, I don't know Knicks Nick's are looking good. Knicks are actually looking good, and we're starting this segment a little bit, a little bit earlier than I to, but you know what, let's get into some Knicks talk, some Knicks talk, because you know we like to get, we like to do our Knicks talk, that Knicks talk, right, whether they balling on the court or they balling in the park, we like to do that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk, barbershop, locker room, water cooler, we talk that Knicks talk. Jalen Brunson, you're right. We see, we the com- I'm seeing the comments come in. Jalen Brunson, he's saying Jalen Brunson um, is a real deal so far. Julius Randle, 2.0. You have been. They both of them have been beneficial so far for the next. It's, it's been, it's been, it's been real good. When it comes to Julius, you're starting to see a. You're starting to see a patient Julius Randle. right? You're starting to see a Julius Randle that doesn't have the weight the team, I think, on him anymore, right? Where he has to worry about being the pseudo leader plus the leading scorer plus the ball handler plus plus responsible for distribution. Like, that was a lot for him. Maybe that was just too much for him last year. Like, that could honestly be it. On top of the pressure of being in New York and cause you understand, Julius was Julius Randle didn't quite lie. He was having good games statistically, right? No different than some of the games he put up last year. It's just that the plus minus was looking different. And while he was putting up the numbers to help win games, he wasn't doing all of he wasn't making all the winning plays to win games. Or sometimes his play made things more stagnant. Like, like honestly, he he converted back to his old style: dribble, 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 pump fake, dribble, dribble, dribble pump fake, spin move, pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, shot. And yeah, right comments coming in. I, I'm as as tears are saying, his his attitude was horrible last year, but that could be also part of the pressure. Um, the team he's playing bad. New York is getting New York is getting all over him. You know how New York is. New York New York is gonna make sure he knows about it, and then. His son is starting to understand what is being said around him. I think that's probably the part that may have may have got to him is that his son is starting to understand what's going on around him. And, and and he listen, he said it, not me. He said his son was asking him, "How come they're booing him?" So that means his son is starting to is starting to comprehend um his environment, and you know maybe he can't look his son in the face and say to his son, honestly, your dad is playing like shit right now. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? Thank you. Appreciate you guys coming through. And don't forget the calling lines are open. Whether you're listening on Podbean or you're listening on Instagram, we are now taking phone calls and callers from both um, from both feeds. But you're you're starting to see a, a patient Julius Randle. now. As far as Jalen Brunson, yeah, yeah, you're, you're seeing the payoff already, and it's and it's weird, right? Like, look, look like look how. I don't want to say this is how bad the Knicks have been. But this is how inept they've been at the point guard position. Where Jalen Brunson, already in his third game, has had the most assist without a turnover. He already leads the league. He already leads the Knicks. As far as, as as far as assist to turnovers, sixteen straight assist. Started off started off without a turnover, which ironically I was surprised to find out that Deuce was the one he had to pass with fifteen. Like that that didn't make me happy. I'm not gonna lie, that did not make me happy to hear like that. I, I was like, thank you, thank you, Leo. Thank you. That actually that actually brought me back a little bit. I was I was a little depressed. I was like, damn, these two they just started playing for the Knicks. I mean, no other point guards did this. After all these years, you think nobody made it to 15 assists without turning the ball over, without coughing up the rock, without spilling the cookies? The greatest point guard is Raymond Felton. If Raymond wasn't that great, yo, that's... As far as somebody that still has youth and years ahead of them, yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. I I can't count Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd... Jason Kidd Jason Kidd was a loner. He was a rental car. You're like, like, you you gotta burn the tires on that one as as much as you can, and then turn it back in. Like, here you go, those dents was there when I got it. Jalen Brunson as well, right? He's helping bring in a common present to the Knicks, right? You see it. You you see, just what we talked about, the turnovers. You see the turnovers. You see the turnovers being reduced. You see the ball movement almost overemphasized sometimes to a fault. But you can never have too much ball movement sometimes, right? I, I mean, you can, right? But you can't, on a, you can't have too much ball movement because what they're saying is what you're basically doing is just keeping that defense moving. Now, every once in a while, you catch them making the unnecessary pass, the jump pass, the flashy pass out of the lane with the no, with the, with the no look out the side. Right? Definitely big shout-out to Jason Kidd and Rashid Wallace. Cause they definitely held it down when they when they weren't supposed to. Rasheed Wallace because didn't Rasheed Wallace have to come in and, and play ma- like massive amounts of games for us that he did it that he shouldn't have with that bad what did he have plantar fasciitis? Oh God! If you guys never had plantar fasciitis, it is it 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 will <laughs> ball don't lie. And he's the only person to ever get a tentacle for saying ball don't lie, and also just looking at a ref, and also just smiling, and also just standing there. They just didn't like Rasheed Wallace. Like, I see. You know what's funny? I would like to see referees try to get away with that this today. <laughs> like, I would. I feel like there will be a whole entire a whole injunction on a referee today if they try to if they try to do the players today what they did to Rasheed Wallace. I don't. I don't think it will fly anymore. But you know what? That's the whole game, right? There's there's different aspects in basketball. Whether it's from coaching, whether it's from whether it's from how players play, how referees referee things you just can't get away with. it's called the evolution of the game and and listen and, and thank God that that stuff like that are no longer in because that was just a disruption to the game when the referees is referees is kind of just made it about themselves um, during the Wallace's Wallace games now you understand uh, and and honestly we still don't remember any of these referees names and they were trying and they were trying their hardest to do the most oh listen tears I have gone on record to say that I honestly believe based off the skill sets that they had already, and you put him in today's game, all right, based off how they played, Rasheed Wallace probably would have been the best player in this league. Like, I keep saying that. He definitely would have been the best power forward ever. If he was in today's game, he would have went down as the best power forward ever. Because they could barely guard him then. In the post, at 18 feet, 20 feet, 24 feet, three-point line. Def, um, on on ball defense, help defense, defensive anchor. Jesus, man, talking about (laughs) talking talking about on court leader, best you know what I mean, good friend, like like ride or die. Yo, say it again. They want me to say it with my chest. It, yo, no, Rasheed Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, hands down one of my favorite, favorite, favorite basketball players of all time. What did I just put you guys? I think I just lost my podbeat feed for half a second. Did I lose podbeat? I think I just lost podbeat. Yes, I did. Did I get you guys back? Yeah, I did. My bad. Watch it for half a second there. Yeah, Rasheed Wallace was definitely my favorite. Was one is like one of my favorite players of all time, and he's one of those players that if I if I put them in, I, it's funny though. I think we had this conversation in the in the last season that is it, one of the people. I think if we put them in today's league, he is so completely dominant as an all around player. It, it's it's hard to stop. Right? you think you think what you see from Joel Embiid and what you see from the um, from Jokic. You think, you think that's impressive? No, Contraire Monfre. You ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen nothing. Rashid Wallace would would, would put up a triple double basically every single game, and he may get a couple quadruple doubles just based off his defense. Oh my God! Speaking of, speaking of, actually, you know what? Speaking of, a perfect example, y'all. Yeah, the the average person may not have watched this Knicks game today, right? But the Knicks just finished playing Orlando Magic. Did y'all see Ball Ball today? Now Ball Ball is one of my sleeper players, and and I'm, and I'm gonna tell you this right, Ball Ball. Ball Ball. I don't know if you guys like play games, right? Play video games. I like I like to play 2K. I mean, I don't just play 2K. I'm financially invested into 2K. TTWO is the stock symbol for 2K. Go ahead, go ahead and invest into it. Their stocks are always growing. I've been I, I invested into them when they were like thirty dollars a share. All right, but um. But when I play 2K, Ball Ball is one of those players, one of the first players I always go and ask for a trade for. I'm sorry, I like sizing, I like shooting. Pause. All right? When it comes to basketball playing, like I, I, I like a center that's versatile. And Ball Ball is one of those low-key skilled players. You put him on your team. If you manage his minutes right, whether he's coming off the bench or he starts, if he starts, he becomes Defensive Player of the Year. If he comes off the bench, he becomes Sixth Man of the Year. He ends up becoming that good because he averages about five blocks per game. <laughs> I see you, Tim. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys got to be in this conversation and pop it. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna repeat to you guys what I said. You guys just got to be there. Some things you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to say it. You have to see it. Oh man, no, but ball, but ball, ball is definitely one of those individuals that I always go out and get. And then right after that, I generally go out and get Camilla Anthony because I want him to get a ring. And then I try to get a point guard. It never usually works. Now, I don't need a point. Got to start off with ball, ball. And can you imagine a team that when you put ball, ball at power forward next to Mitchell Robinson, it becomes insane. You average like 15 blocks a game. You understand the kind of lackadaisical defense you could play on the perimeter and just know that, oh, I can let these guys fly by. <laughs> it's about to get blocked or challenged or just missed. And we get in the rebound and we run it. Ball, ball. I, and you know what's funny? When I'm talking about ball, ball. from He's <laughs> a taller Toppin. I think he may have more ball handles <laughs> than Toppin at this current time. But, I mean, I'm um, an energy guy right now. Yeah, that's probably how he's got to play right now. He, he has to show a team that he's worth it. Because, what, just last week, he was... If I'm not mistaken, just last week he was either in the G League or and I know we're only on the third game of the league, right? But he I don't if I'm not mistaken, I don't think he was officially with the Orlando Magic when the season started. If I'm not mistaken, I could have sworn he was he was he was bona fide signed to be a G League player, and then somebody saw him balling in the G League. It was like you know what, let's go ahead and bring him up. Let's just, let's go ahead and, and see what happens. No, you know what? You know what? You're you're wrong, but you're right. <laughs> Tiz. you're wrong that ball ball wasn't on the Celtics, but the person I'm thinking about actually was on the Celtics. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Taco Falls actually. I'm thinking about Taco Falls is in the G League currently. That too is just in the G League, and is not, and is not on anybody's roster. So in a way there, yeah, yeah, you help me finish. Appreciate that, appreciate that. But but yeah, ball ball, like I'm sorry. He's he's just one of those anomalies. Like for for a couple of years now, like I've I've I like have i have i have been waiting to see if based off of just video game just, just out of based off video game interest, for a couple of years now I've been waiting to see if he's ever gonna get a real chance in the NBA on a team to see what he can do because players are out here, you have centers out here making an NBA living On just rebounds and block shots. Well, ball ball can give you rebounds, block shots, and three-pointers. And it's not like, oh, he's so light in the pants. I'm sorry. Most centers right now are just about 220, 230. When they bulk up, they're 245. (laughs) 245. Patrick Ewing was eating 245 pounds for breakfast. Do I have to pause that one? Have to balls on that one too, nah, nah, because he because he could be eating a two hundred forty five pound woman. Okay, you know what? It is about consistency. It is gonna have to. It is have to be consistency about about ball ball. So let's let us let us just hope that he gets consistent play. I think that's what's missing from about from him is, is him getting consistent opportunity. You ha- he's he needs an honest chance, and what I mean by an honest chance, he needs a chance where he's allowed to fail a little. Like, as a, Knicks, as a Knicks fan, we saw how that changed Obi Toppin's game. Like, completely. Which is crazy because, oh, oh, my God, I can't I couldn't tell you how much of my time I spent the first year of OB, uh, Obi Toppin's rookie year fighting with Knicks fans, telling them, no, he has a three-point shot. I don't know where it's at right now, but he has it. He had one in college. He had one for a while. Something's going on. I, he's just in a funk. And you saw immediately, immediate, yo, Reddish too. You see it with Reddish this year. You saw with Obi Toppes at the end of last year, and you're seeing it even even more this year. And you're seeing it, la- and you're seeing it too from from Reddish this year. The confidence matters. Where oh, I don't got to worry about if I mess up a little bit. If I make one little turnover. If if I miss one little assignment. If my man scores three, if if my man scores a three pointer on me, Tips is gonna pull me out. Because you see, I'm. I know we've said this before, right? Or I know this has been said before, because I, I I have a little thing on everybody. I know this has been said before, in the past, but I feel that right now, is probably more than it's probably when it's, it's 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 most truest. The New York Knicks right now, more than any other time, they need a star go-to player. They need a they need a bona fide Top seven player in the league right now. Like this team right now, that is really all you're gonna see it. I love this. I I love what I'm seeing. I love what I'm seeing. What we still have and what we have had for the last three years is still a remix of Tom Thibodeau's Chicago Bulls when he had Derrick Rose. So basically, it's the Derrick, it's, it's the Chicago Bulls of old but we have the old Derrick Rose. Like, it's still kind of the same thing. It's a lot of the same components, a lot of the same makeup, a lot of the same ingredients to make up the team. This team still needs, they can't all be (laughs) Jeremy. This team, I, I think more than ever, more than ever right now. Before, it may have been a little premature. It may have been not the right time. A lot of times they wanted a, they wanted that star player so that they can spark something, right? So they can build the foundation around, try to attract other players. No, 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 no. None of that. I don't care who you attract. Right? You don't have to attract anybody else. This current Knicks team needs a... That's the thing. Who would you pick to be that star? I don't know. And I know I said top seven, right? So... I don't know, and, and I've had, and I've probably had this name here for a while. I don't know if he's top. He's probably. I know he's not top seven, but I think he'll fit. I think they need a guy like. I think they need a, at minimum Bradley Beal. I think he's the guy they need. They need because whoever they need, it kind of needs to be even that's even in that shooting guard position, or maybe the power forward center, or maybe that power forward position, right? But Let's say every other position is solid except for shooting guard, like because every Fournier isn't it. And if I'm not mistaken, every Fournier has a last thing that you should look up. You're gonna get a, you're gonna get a kick out of it. Fournier, I think it's French for something that's gonna be very funny to you guys. Don't forget to listen to Mighty sports podcast. Right, like this this is this, this is this is an intoxication. This is an intoxicated area. Get your drinks ready. Go pour yourself up a nice little drink. Crack your beer open. Lot up your space, spoke, spoke, you know, pack your bowl. Let's, en- let's enjoy this tonight. It's Monday night. No, nobody likes Mondays, but everybody, listen, when you when you're here hear the Mighty Sports Podcast, you got to at least enjoy Monday night. We had football. We had Knicks. If your team just won, you get some squeak squeak-em, 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 squeak-em. Squeak, squeak, squeak if you ever need a recharge with your squeakum, squeak squeakum, squeak squeakum, squeak, 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 squeak don't forget that we have Blue Chew for you. Want to know what Blue Chew is? Blue Chew is just a little blue pill, folks, that gets you back your thrill. All you have to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so trust me when I say this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss, and she will love how you come through like a champ when you Blue Chew in advance. And if you use my promo code, this week's promo code of QSJS, that's Quebec Sierra, Juliet Sierra, you can get your first order of Blue Chew for free. Yep, go to bluechew.com and use promo code QSJS and get your first order for free. That's the free, free, for free, 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 free. Toby cop. this dunks brought to you by the Chew. <laughs> I like you tears. <laughs> you're okay with me. You're, you're, you're okay in the in, in, in mighty books. For real, for real. See, the only thing I do is play for shipping and handling. Blue Chew. It's, it's, two, it's, it's two directions. You chew it, and you do it. And then you do it. And then you do it, and you do it, and then you're doing it well. We're talking about LL Cool J style. We're talking about licking of the lips and everything we're talking about pink cookies in a plastic bag being crushed by buildings kind of thing. You understand? We're talking about it's something like a phenomenon kind of thing. We're talking about mama said knock you out kind of thing, leave you in stitches kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. We're talking about shark being chased by sharks kind of thing. We're talking about we we're, we're talking about El Kuji and Anaconda with J.Lo, lo kind of thing. Bluetooth All right, let's let's get back into it. RJ, I think, is struggling a little bit, right? But he is getting into his pace. And as I'm seeing, and maybe it's because I'm watching how RJ... RJ's a solid dude, right? If If RJ gets to the DeMar DeRozan pinnacle, that will be the accomplishment right now. But also, you have to understand, even the DeMar DeRozan route, Royal right, Pinnacle, is a slow route. Like, by the time you noticed it, you was like, oh, damn. DeMar DeRozan's kind of good. I think that's what's gonna happen with R.J. Barrett. We're gonna look and be like, oh, he's kind of good. But not that dude. And you guys know what I mean. Right? After this flat out said he had that, that Mamba mentality. Is that, what, is that what we need to call it right now? He doesn't have that Mamba mentality. And you know, RJ does definitely need a bit, bit, um, bit of mid-range. Game. I think it's something that he is working on. Actually, I thought he was working on it last year. I don't see so much of it this year. It's... You see it kind of convert early on to the analytical portion of it, where it has a little, it has a little D'Antoni in there, right? If it's not a three-point shot, it's a layup. Which is kind of how all of the league has... Has converted to. If it's not a three point shot, it's a layup. But the good thing about Tom Thibodeau teams, right, is that because they play defense, a lot of those layups are because of fast break or uh, uh, because of transition defense, uh, because of transition offense and fast break offense. This is why I also believe. As we talk about Cam Reddish and Obi Toppin, I think those two guys, as I'm watching this Knicks team, those two individ- those two guys' growth. Will probably be the two biggest things that we need. Those two guys is a mismatch at six foot eight, six foot nine, running like gazelles up and down the court, throwing oops to each other, playing defense, getting their getting their hands in the passing lane, deflecting balls. Like those two guys in transition. You if you've been watching that lately, it has been a thing of beauty. And that, and, that, and that's gonna be a that's gonna be some of the big that's gonna be the big spark to the bench. You have Derrick Rose running in, run, um, running that offense with them. You have Obi Toppin and Cam Reddish flying. I'm um, flying high all over the place. When you get when you get Quentin Grimes back, he's gonna be the one. He's gonna be the one common presence there, always playing good defense on that perimeter player. But doesn't need to fly all over the place. He's just sitting in a corner somewhere trying to get his Bruce Bowen on. then you got Sims, who basically is just a light skin. Who's a light skin Mitchell Robinson, and looked about just as as experienced and as raw as Mitchell Robinson looked in his second year in the league as well. You understand that like, there's, there's so many. And um, I want Cervelli to be that he needs to. Yeah, he definitely does. You know what, though? It looks like he's on that path this year. Last year, he was kind of skittish. He was inconsistent. But so was Obi. And as, as we mentioned earlier, early on, I see the change in both of them. One, we saw Obi Toppin get that last year, the end of the season, when Julius Randle was out and he was just able to play freely. He's looking like that Obi Toppin this year. But also, Cam Reddish is looking like the Cam that was in college, the Cam that had some good games in Atlanta, and was wondering how the hell they let him go. And Cam is actually looking like, you know what? He can actually probably play a lot like Obi from the small forward position. Now imagine this. You move him up to the power forward position. Obi Toppin runs center a couple times. You you still got R.J. running running the three. You got a pretty athletic squad that you can run up and down that 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 court with. Oh man! <laughs> okay, I gotta read this out loud. He said Robinson signed with the Warriors in his NBA two K career. It ended up having Andre Drummond signing with the Knicks. Surprisingly fit right in. I can, I can see that. Because Andre Drummond, he's just kind of like a fatter or a heavier set Mitchell Robinson. And if you just talk about video game, you basically kind of just use them the same way. Block shots, grab rebounds, make outlet plays, run pick and rolls. Like you don't have to worry about dumping it in them and having them do it and make any post plays. <clears throat> no, yeah, I, I can definitely see how he works. I'm, I'm telling you guys, go go out. If you got two K, go out and get ball ball now. Tell me you will, it, it's gonna change your it's gonna change your big man life. <laughs> I gotta find a way to describe the efficiency of ball ball <laughs> in two K or in real life. It just doesn't sound right right now. But go out and drive ball ball. That's my that's my secret to you. I'm going to tell you how long I've been doing this with Ball Ball. At one point in time, I had Christoph Porzingis and Ball Ball on the same squad. That was a nightmare. He No, he is. Because Christoph Porzingis was a cheat code in 2K and early on. Those two were the best. Because they can never, when you have both of them at power forward and center, you can never get double teamed. That center is never coming to help. The moment he does, you make him pay. That Paul Ford never comes to help. The moment they do, you make him pay. When you, when you, when, when, in this version of two K, when you have, when you have Mitchell Robinson, his man always comes over to help. And Mitchell Robinson is always at the three point line, just doing something. I don't know if he's talking to fans, having a smoothie. You know what I mean? Like, like fixing his jockstrap. He's doing. He, he's just chilling. I'm like, what are we doing over there? Cut to the lane. Cut for me. Cut. Ball Ball is that, Chico. I'm telling you, he will change your 2K life. If, I, if I'm never giving you any good piece of if I, good piece of 2K advice, go ahead and get yourself Ball Ball. And, and then you tag Ronnie2K and, and, and you tell him I sent you. Also, don't forget what I said earlier about 2K. You guys make sure you go and invest in some 2K stock. If you guys are out here playing 2K, Right, the amount of money that you're playing for that for that um, limited edition pack is the amount that you could be paying for one stock of 2K. Just to let you know, so go on and invest in it. Right, if you have the right investment vehicle, you could probably buy some partial shares. So go go and invest. TTWO, take two interactive is where 2K is at. If also if you need a, if you need some added incentive about buying it, take two interactive also owns Grand Theft Auto as well. They're the same company, or they're the same bed. So think mafia, think um, what is that? What is that game? Borderlands. Like, like that's all. All those two. Anything you see with that two K on it. That's that's, that's just not just them. But I say, like I said, the got the people that do the Grand Theft Auto take too interactive. Go invest in it. It'll, it'll, it'll be worth it. I, I I don't I don't go out my way to tell you to go invest in certain st- stocks often. I remember investments are long term things, right? I'm not telling you like, oh, go invest in this and in 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 thirty days you're gonna quadruple your money. I'm not telling you that. <laughs> what I'm telling you is that if you have a portfolio, if you buy stocks for long term um for long term gain, add that add that into your portfolio. You know? Stuff like big five sporting goods, add that into your portfolio. That's another one I'll tell you to go out and get. They're they they one of those they're one of those sleeper sporting good companies, right? Like one of the top I think like one of the top five in in the, in the nation, and you be, most people rarely even know about them. I think it's top three, but I want to say, I'm saying top five to be safe. And I, I don't think that take Two Interactive gives dividends, but I know definitely Big Five does, and they're definitely worth it. <coughs> Sorry told you. I keep telling you guys, this is a life podcast that revolves around sports. Baseball is my first love, so I'll go left field any 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 moment in time. <sighs> Did I already mention that the Yankees got swept? I just had to rip that band-aid off. And it's the fact that they got swept by the arch nemesis, the new arch nemesis, right? Like, I feel like the Boston, Celt- the Boston whatever they are, or, or or the hated rivals, but now it's the but now these Houston Astros, the, these new arch nemesis, right? It's basically it's like once they once they cheated to win, like they, they got the muscle memory for it, and they just have our number, and it's and it's not good. The the error in the third game, it was was the killer, that was probably at that point exact. Well, the error and home run. It was really at that moment exactly where you kind of knew it was done because that was something that really doesn't generally happen with... Ooh, the Miami Heat are playing. I can't get Miami Heat games. Damn it. Ooh, Brooklyn and Memphis tonight? Hold on, talk nice to me, baby. Is that tonight? I will take Brooklyn and Memphis to end my night. Oh yeah, that's happening tonight. That is definitely happening tonight. Oh yeah, we gonna get some good basketball today because these are one of those games I w- I win regardless of who wins. I for- like what happened with the Yankees, it's the sweep that it's the sweep that hurts. It's the sweep that hurts. The third game was bad. The third game and that, in that Aaron Judge made. They just don't make plays like that. Like once once that happened, you, you kind of realized the writing was on the wall that if this is if this is what's going to happen, then we have absolutely no chance. And and I ain't gonna lie, I thought there was a chance. Like call me optimistic, whatever. I thought I thought we had a chance. I thought we had a swingers chance. But also as the season dwindled, right, and came close to ending. The Yankees also, to me, stopped doing the things that I was impressed with earlier in the year, right? Early in the year, I thought they did a lot more base hitting. They attempted a lot more stolen bases, right? That they played to put the ball in play a lot more a lot more in the first half of the season. And in the second half of the season, it's like, you know what? We got this, and it started going for dingers all the time. It's like They converted back into the ways that wasn't successful baseball. I don't know they converted back to that or based off of what pitchers were doing it, they just kind of fell back into it. But we all know what happened. They fell back into Their muscle memory was to just go out and keep swinging for fences. Let's not care about content. And then it, and then it also sucks, too, that when the, when the season could have been extended, Aaron Judge, you know, the face of the Yankees is the person that's up. And what does he do? He grounds out. If, if you know kind of if if they went ham to get Judge's record, and then they all took a massive sigh of relief, and let the foot off their gas at that particular moment, then you know what they shot themselves in the old foot. They them to bombed them themselves. I right? call Plexico, ask them how it's done. Right, but that shit ain't fun because it was what got them the record up to that point was if that was the case it was exactly how they were playing and it was like oh now we can breathe because the other like no you can't breathe you need to continue to play the way that you were playing because that was when you were your most dominant listen listen do i think it hurts does it hurt more than being a mets fan right now right Maybe, maybe this is a coping mechanism for me my apologies that you're in first place for, for for 175 games and then you blow it in the last week and and then you lose in the first round. That doesn't feel that bad, no, but it, but it's pretty damn shitty. Especially when you lose to the Astros and Judge doesn't come in, but in 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 a key moment. Now and then his contract is still on, is still up in the air. Don't know what's gonna happen there. I don't like how Stan Bruner Jr. Is, is 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 handling the money. Like like all these kids like 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 come around, they don't understand what how their pops did this. Like, it's a cutthroat business. Stop playing with us. We want winners. <sighs> I had to get it off my chest because at some point in time I was gonna have to talk about the Yankees, and I couldn't avoid it. I just couldn't keep sitting here and avoiding it. 'Cause it's gonna get better, right? While while the Yankees trying to ruin what was a what was a celebratory weekend for New York sports. Like it's not gonna it's not gonna stick. Right? We're gonna we're gonna let this one brush brush by. We're gonna wait until we hear about what happens with Aaron Judge's contract before we have our next outburst of emotion. Because until then, we're just, we're just kind of in a dark room. It's like, we're just waiting. We're just waiting. Because this can even get way worse. Or we can get a lollipop and say, you know what? Things aren't that bad. Stop crying. They may need to go ahead and and start working on their, start working through some of these farm systems, and see if they can find, see what they can find. And it's funny because every time they call up somebody to help to help with injuries, like that person always always manages, right, like to be pretty freaking decent, right? He have the same problem too. A lot of times. I don't want to talk anymore about Yankees. I really don't. I'ma sit in my dark corner. I'ma meditate. I'ma yum ho rendeco right? I'ma fuck yum some some young run, some some young hoe, whatever the fuck it is, right? And I'ma wait until the Aaron Judge news drops. That's basically what I'm building up my emotional tolerance for, is to hear the Aaron Judge news. I don't think. Yankees fans, I don't know about you guys. I don't want to lose Aaron Judge. I would prefer to keep him. There's, there's not. I don't need. There is not a lot of explanation that needs to go behind it. But I want to keep Aaron Judge. I'm gonna try that new Shack pizza. I want on one of those Shack Papa John pizzas right now. I'm just being a fat boy. It's probably because of the joint I had. I just ate dinner before we came on air. I have no reason to want pizza right now, but I do want a whole pizza. You know what? I'm gonna have some cheesecake when this podcast is done. They dropped some junior cheesecakes in my in my local grocery store. So I grabbed me a strawberry cheesecake. I didn't even have to cross no bridges or nothing. I did ha- I ain't had to walk no miles. But it was just, it was just right there in the last aisle. As long as it ain't a Bobby Bonilla type contract, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Those Bobby Bonilla contracts, the Magic Johnson contracts, they're not even that bad of a contract. They're not. They're not horrible. I don't mind legacy contracts. Now, granted, Andrew Judge doesn't need a legacy contract. If there was anybody you would probably give a legacy contract to in, the, in this modern era of Yankees, it would have been Derek Jeter. Derek would have been the only, like the only person that you probably could have one of maybe three Yankees. You probably could have convinced Yankees fans that you're gonna give them some kind of 25-year legacy contract where you're paying them about a million to two point five million dollars per year. And that's nothing, In in the sports world, that's nothing. But you you you're basically giving giving him. You're basically giving him an A for hot dog sales for a day. Like, like you know what? Take my grizzly money. Here. I hope you enjoy it. Like, so... <laughs> I don't now, but I, just hope, but I agree with you. I hope he, I, they, they shouldn't give him a Bobby Bonilla contract because Aaron Judge doesn't deserve a Bobby Bonilla contract. He does deserve a pretty decent freaking contract. Like, pay the man. But I am also... I do understand the Yankees fans that say to him, that say out there, you know what? While I want, I would love to easily say, yo, pay him, give him that eight-year contract, give him that 10-year contract. I'm scared of 10 years. Even though we just saw what he did, I'm scared of 10 years. But there's still a thing about loyalty, about treating your players right. You still want to... Don't forget what we have learned from the buses. You take care of your players, right? We're, we're, we're not. We're, we're, don't act like that uncouth bastard that owns the Knicks. You don't want to be him. You don't want to be Jimmy. So, pay Aaron Judge. I know he was, listen. What he just did, he earned himself another hundred and fifty million on his contract. Give that man his money, because ultimately. You still want players to come play for the Yankees? See, the thing that the Yankees have over the Knicks, right, is also what the Lakers have over the Knicks, because the Knicks keep thinking that they're the, that they're the Yankees and that they're the Lakers. Oh, we're the Knicks. We're in New York. We're the big market team. Teamship. Show- no, 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 no. Lakers and Lakers and Yankees get um. They, like people go there because they're winning franchises, and they're franchises that are about winning, and they're franchises that ultimately take care of their players during and after. <clears throat> no, it still matters now. That still that winning pers- that that winning mentality still matters. You because you still see it teams still go to, oh, the Knicks, oh, the Knicks, yeah. Yeah, the, the Knicks were able to say that in the 70s and 90s, right? And they're trying to rebuild that that reputation again now, which is, you know what, as we, as, as we keep transitioning all over the place, that's all right, that's what we do here, right? I'm hitting the ball all over the place. You just got to keep fielding them. This is why I've said in the past is that In Tom Thibodeau's fourth year, they need to extend him out to 10 years. He currently has a five-year contract with the Knicks. And even though, listen, I'm going to tell you guys this. I still don't fully believe that Tom Thibodeau is the guy to get the Knicks to a championship. But he is definitely the guy to to set a foundation. And New Yorkers like what Tom Thibodeau has kind of foundation he builds. We like that gritty-ish. R.J. Barrett likes being coached up. So, you make New York, you, you make playing New York like it is playing for New York. It's hard to live there and perform in front of the players, and the coach demands a lot from you. But that shouldn't be hard. Because you know what? You go down to South Beach, it's the same thing. But South Beach have La Playa's and Putas. So you know they have that extra added incentive and, and no taxes. La Playas Puntas are no taxes, but you're not distracted by the no taxes. La Playa's and Putas are very distracting. So I've said this for i said this for a while now. You extend them out for ten years because what it does is that it 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 lets the players know that are there and any players that come there in the future. Tom Thibodeau is the coach. We're not superseding him. He, when we come there, we need to fall in line and we need to do as coach says. You understand? They ain't. You, you're not gonna have oh some star that comes in there. It's a coach for one or two years. You see them revolving coaches because you could just you could just get them to change anything that you want. No, let Tom Thibodeau actually establish this. Give him tenure. Empower your head coach. They can't if they if they leave him as a lame duck coach in that fifth year. They're making a mistake. Now the thing about it, luckily. I don't think that these Knicks have a player on the team that has the men, has an attitude, right, or the personality that when Tom Thibodeau was in his last year, that they're gonna start going behind his back and making like those sideways shit talking comments. I truly believe that these guys like Tom Thibodeau, while Knicks fans are a lot harder on Tom Thibodeau. Right from, from a fan standpoint, the players, they ab- I think they, they absolutely love him. And if players don't want to play for Tom Thibodeau, good. Why would you want a player that doesn't want to play hard? Do you want bitch ass call Anthony Towns? Sorry, my apologies. Soft ass Carl Anthony Towns? Twinkie filled Carl Anthony Towns? Is that what you want? Because that's the kind of guy that couldn't play for Tom Thibodeau. That, and you're right, tears he is that that old school Pat Raleigh mentality because he's from the Pat Raleigh tree. And that Pat Raleigh tree involves and jolves the Van Gundys. but you know what who you know but you know where that Pat Raleigh tree also comes from? Jerry West Goes back to the Lakers and that butt so listen anybody that comes from that tree I'm okay with. <laughs> you you understand <laughs> I who I don't want, and I love him to death, who I don't want is somebody from that Doc Rivers tree. Like, they they linger and and don't get enough done. And I I know that's a rough thing to say, right? But I have to tell you, I have to say the truth. That, That Doc Rivers tree doesn't always quite sit right with me. So yeah, so you're you're one hundred percent right. He does like have that Pat Riley mentality, because he's from the Pat Riley. He's from the Pat Riley tree. You forget that he that Tom Thibodeau was one of the assistant coaches during the Van Gundy and Pat Riley era. So he has so he has their mannerisms. He has he has their style of of practice. You practice hard. You practice harder than anybody else. You practice so hard every time you play a game. The games are easy. But that's what practice should be this should be so damn hard when you do the real thing. You're like, damn. What was I stressing? That's his mentality, and if players can't, and, but but you understand. Let me, let me ask you this: Is there any real basketball fan out here that doesn't love Jimmy Butler? Because that's a Tom Thibodeau guy. Now let's flip the script. Let's let's flip the script. Right, flip that coin. How many of you like call Anthony Towns? That's not a Tom Thibodeau guy. This Knicks team are all Tom Thibodeau guys so far. We even see Cam... Listen, I don't know what Cam Reddish's mentality was, what his his reputation was, what his personality was, but you see the change from last year to this year because he realized what he needed to do to get playing time on this team. A team that has one of his friends, RJ Barrett, on, that he would like to be a part of. You see people you see people buying. These guys needed Tom Thibodeau. Let's not forget that. As much as sometimes Tom Thibodeau drives us mad with his with his lack of adjustments, this squad needed Tom Thibodeau. They did not have a professional in this organization. You, know, you understand RJ Barrett and the rest of the squad would have been ruined without Tom Thibodeau. They did not have a professional leading them before Tom Thibodeau. They needed a guy like him just to teach them basketball 101 on the NBA level and how to be a gosh darn professional. That got me not cursing up in here. <laughs> it's like the opposite for me. You know I'm pissed off when I'm not cursing. I like this new Knicks. I say I can sit here and do Knicks talk all day long. I, I like these new Knicks. Like I said, Jalen Brunson, he brings a calmness to this team that they didn't have. He brings a stability. He, he brings a stableness to this team they didn't have before. You see Julius Randle now because of that. He you see him being more patient. You see he you see him taking making better shot selections. You see, you see him being smarter and more decisive with when he get when he decides to go into bowling a China shop mode. You guys have to remember sometimes that Julius Randle is a student of Kobe. So sometimes he has, he has, he has a weird voice on telling him to go harder <laughs> at times, right? I'm, I'm trying to find a way to justify last year. You see Mitchell Robinson, right? Mitchell Robinson, you see him not relaxing even though he got his contract. Still hungrier than ever. You see him wanting to live up to the praises of his head coach, Because I'm telling you, Tom Thibodeau gets through to these guys. He's li- he wants to live up to the to the to the to the words of his head coach, the praises of his head coach, where his head coach told him that, and I just told him, came out publicly and said, "I think he's the best offensive rebound in this game, but not the best rebounder." Period. You see Mitchell Robinson out here, five, six offensive boards per game right now. While now learning how to stay out of foul trouble. The problem he had his rookie year, his sophomore year. And then he got a professional in the room with him. But not just a professional in Tom Thibodeau. People understand, like like the Julius reminds me of the Beanie, if Beanie Siegel decided to play. Now he's escalated all day. He's escalated. He's oh baby. Oh he's escalated all day. <laughs> Or maybe Escalade is Zion. Who's more Escalade? Zion Williams or Julius Randle? or or Zion Williams taking over the to, taking over the Escalade title. Like if we had to treat the Escalade title like it was the like 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 it was the the like the big like the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle World trophy. Like <laughs> is he coming for his spot? Get down a down. Hey, that's that's one. Hey, hey, hey. Speaking of these little bowls in a china shop, Bonchero, Bonchero, tonight. I'm telling you, man, Orlando isn't that far away. Orlando needs the Tom Thibodeau treatment. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> Orlando Orlando needs that Tom Thibodeau treatment. They need a professional coach, but not this professional coach that's going to hold them accountable. A professional coach that has guys, has vets that he can also bring in and help these young guys learn the game of basketball better, learn how to be better, how to be better off court, how to be better on court, how to train, how to recoup, right? How to stay out of the media because because that's something that Charlotte needs too. But let's stick with Orlando before we get before we even talk about what before we even mention Charlotte, right? This Orlando team probably can use that as well. A professional coach, right? Uh, somebody that holds them, holds them accountable because they have the guys. You see, they have they they still need to have the guys for it, right? But also a couple of vets on that squad that can help them transition into better ball. They have Celtics former head coach. You talking about Ime when he when he when when he gets re- when he returns? <laughs> Is that exactly who you talking about? <laughs> They could use an email You are right. They could probably use an e Right, somebody like somebody like him. I don't I don't know who's Emei's vets are, but they can definitely. He could probably find a couple in Portland, maybe. Who knows? But that's what email That's the reason why you understand that Tom Thibodeau bringing in br- bringing in Taj Gibson, right? He already bought a Derrick Rose. That was the first part of it, right? But bringing in guys like Taj Gibson and and Nurses Noel, right? Those guys were just vets, right? Granted, he ended up giving them a lot more minutes than he needed to because it's probably it probably was part of the handshake deal. Hey, coming here, I need you to help me with this young team. But listen, I'm gonna give you guys the minutes. You show me what you got, and I guarantee you, I'm gonna get you the minutes that you need to play. And we and we, we gonna get you guys paid again. And we have to, have to move on after that. We move on. I guarantee you, there was there was something to that to that. Um, to that rhetoric, right? Somewhere that verbiage, somewhere along those lines. Like, how can he not? How can he not reward his vets that was doing better than this young squad when he also asked them to come here and help his team out to help get to help him be a part of helping right this shipping and get it back steering right? And that's exactly what those guys did. Kimber Walker for another. I'm um, for for one more year. These were these were just things to help with the professionalism. You see. Because you see how much they talk about Derrick Rose. You see how much they, in that one year they talked about Kimber Walker. When Kimball Walker was being benched, you see how they talked about um, they were watching him. You see how they talked about how he handled himself. These guys are now no longer selfish guys. You tell me right now if you think the New York Knicks have one selfish player on their team outside of Julius Randle. And even him, he, he's kind of winning you over by how he's been playing these last three days. You name me the one guy. That's not just because they didn't, they didn't get a whole bunch of unselfish guys. They also built an unselfish roster through unselfish vets and a, and a, and a coach that demanded professionalism from them. And then he show, and then he brought in guys to show them. See, people have this misconception that players don't want to be coached up. I think it's just a line that, that old heads just like to say, during every generation. Oh, these guys today, they don't really like to be coached. No, they like to be, they don't like to be coached the way that you grew up being coached. Who the fuck wants to be put in a goddamn full Nelson just because they missed a layup? Like fuck out of here. Now, granted, it did help build character, but my spine ain't been the same since. Like, like it's so funny. Like we complain about like it's like we complain about these guys don't want to be coached, but we always change the way they're being coached because even we can see that it's too archaic. We don't have play, we don't we don't have coaches throwing chairs anymore. You don't got them being hemmed up we, exactly. What's the last time we got a bobby? We got we got coaches out here being Bobby Knighted. But I'm gonna tell you what's as close to a Bobby Knight, Tom Thibodeau. Without throwing a chair, without putting his hands on them. Just holding them accountable and working them hard. And if you don't, and if you're not gonna play defense and do what I say, you won't play. And they see that. I like me some Tom Thibodeau. You, you listen. I want you guys to remember what I said about Tom Thibodeau today, more than anything, because this is my true feelings about Tom Thibodeau. He may frustrate me as the year goes on. And you may hear me say some off-putting things about Tom. Just any time you hear me cussing Tom out in the future, remember today that these are my true overall feelings about Tom Thibodeau. But he's going to piss me off in the future. I'm going to have to cuss him out. and I'm not. That doesn't mean I won't cuss him out. But like, yeah, yeah, Greg Popovich is the same way. You're right. And even Greg Popovich, as an older coach, had to switch up, even had to switch up his his his, his methods. Not to say that he was a he he that he had this actually <laughs> not to say that he didn't have this this cheer throwing uh, mentality about him, but he's also the same guy that that couldn't deal with a, De- a Dennis Rodman. He didn't know how to deal with a Dennis Rodman, or refused to deal with a Dennis Rodman back then. Now, he would love to have a Dennis Rodman because he would see the talent that Dennis Rodman has and try to do everything to draw that out of him and make him a, and make him as, as great of a player as he can. So, yeah, so players like to be coached hard. You no longer have to choke them out, throw cheers, and, and cuss and spit in their face. And you could probably still cuss at them, and, and and probably spin on them every once in a while. You just like, you just have to find a way to have balance. That's all it's all about. It's all about balance. Listen, man, we we. <laughs> I, I I I told you I'd sit here and talk nicks all day, but let 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 us let's, let's roll up and roll out, uh, and let's 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 move forward. Let me let me tell you about. You guys, man. I want to step back a little bit, right? I want to reset my my sports palette and I'm going to take a little step back. I Had a good weekend? Like, how was how was you guys this weekend? It's, it's, it's Monday. That's I, I, I know I know I know you guys probably couldn't wait to get off today like man Monday. Can I tell you Monday's a mentality? Monday's a Monday's a weird mentality. I remember when I didn't work on Wednesdays, right? And all I did was work on Mondays, Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays, 10-hour shifts, right? Mondays didn't seem that bad. Because I knew tomorrow was my after tomorrow I had a day off. You know. So on this Monday, are right, you you might, you might, let's, let's you might if to just step back and say I'm gonna I'm I'm reset my palate. Let's just into a little bit of what do they call the tea of the weekend. What's going on, G? get into a little tea of the week Now, for about, since the beginning of this season, we've been, we've been promoting, a, we've been promoting an art event called In Art We Lust 3. We're doing a raffle at it um, every single Wednesday at Sharky's. Because of that, actually, we're actually going to continue to also have raffles at Sharky's as well. We have our next raffle prize coming up pretty soon. We'll talk about that uh, much later. As you guys can see, the shirt that I have on right now is actually from In Art We Lust Three. It was an all-female immersive event, and it was wonderful, right? But once you win it, like uh, seriously, seriously, big up, serious big up, congratulations! Like, like, it was for fun- the coordinator for that event, right? There, Nikki Dykin, right? And we were trying to get her on the show for, for weeks, right? But she had two shows opening this that weekend. She had another show opening the weekend at, I'm, I'm I'm being prepared for it. We didn't get opportunity to get her on the um on the on the podcast. Right? But the moment you got there. What's going on, Tears? I see you there too. Appreciate you. The moment you walked into the event, and this is at the Coral Springs Center for the Arts. You were immediately transported into another world, right? Not just because of the art, because of the decorations, the lighting, the music, the entire ambiance. It automatically transformed you. And I had the opportunity to talk to to talk to some of these vendors, right? To some of these artists. My, my apologies. And it was really, it was a really amazing opportunity to get out, get a chance to pick their brain. They, for a lot of them, it was their first time ever displaying their work. And <laughs> as they're displaying their work, the nervousness that they had, right, was so. I, that's the word it was cute right it was really cute right you know out of cute is the word you should be using but it was cute to me i was like i was like oh look at them like because you get it right you you get the nervousness but at the same time you look at their work and you and you say to yourself you have no reason or they, or they have no reason to be nervous but as the creator all right never know like you're always doubting how well your work is or how somebody's gonna perceive your work, how somebody's gonna receive your work. If they're gonna like it as much as you like it or or see the little hidden details and gems in it that, that, that you put in there. So I can understand the nervousness but man, 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 man. We get an opportunity to not just see all their work but also get an opportunity to talk to a lot of them. I mean I didn't get up more interviews um on camera for you guys. But you could easily say I want to say ninety-five percent of the artists there, it was their first time displaying their event, or displaying their work, and they were able to get they were able to get their work sold. They were able to get their work seen. They were able to get their 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 pages their pages followed. They were able to give out pricing. They were able to 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 to, to book f- possibly future events and also future sales. It, it was. It was everything that you needed it to be. Liquor it was good. It was nice. It was nice and it was flowing. The director, she looked amazing. She looked, I mean, absolutely amazing, astonishing, awe-inspiring. We're talking about, we're, like we're talking about great googly moogly eyes are popping out the head just doing that. But she always looks amazing though. She always she always carries herself with this, with this. Sexy elegance, like, God damn. Sorry, sorry, I drifted away for a second. Drifted away for a second. she's She's kind of amazing, right? But it wasn't just... It wasn't just that night, right? So she was... She... She organized and directed... Set up with the vendors... And put on that whole entire in Art be Lust Three show. I right? got everything. i um, squared away. That same night, though. That same night, she had a. She had another show opening up called Young Frankenstein. That for obvious reasons, she couldn't be there for, mm-hmm. but she was the chore. Um, she choreographed that show. And. Show Young Frankenstein. That was amazing. I've never, even, like, I've never seen Young Frankenstein, right? I don't know. If, I, I, I'm pretty sure this is this is. I, I've never seen Young Frankenstein before. I was, I was all in it, and I'm one of those weirdos, right? When if I go to a play, there are times where I'm not. I may not be watching the stage, depending on what I notice in certain areas. So so if you have. If you have one of those like what are they called? One of those upper like walkways or whatever, I'ma spend a good amount of time watching up there. If you have other areas like in the balcony where people come and go or things get set up, I'll spend a amount of time staring at that for a minute. Just to see like like what's coming up what's what's going through there. Um watch what some of the stagehands are doing. To see how they're prepping for the scene. When, I, I'm, I'm one of those weirdos right I, I don't just watch the action in front of me i start looking for like the behind the scenes people in the stage hands i start seeing if i can notice what they're doing as well because not to see what not to so much anticipate what's going on i want to see what i want to see what's go what goes into making that scene successful making that scene pop making the scene period i, I, I want to see i'm curious i'm almost i'm curious about the process right shout out to the 76. This is one of those shows, again, I, I, I'm watching everything around. Now, that would be one of those shows where majority of the action happened to be right in front of you. So, it was in this particular show, the the different body movements, right? Um, based off of certain characters when they stood out. Different characters' facial expression. They, <laughs> this was the third airing of the show, right? Or the third time they performed the show. So they did one on Friday night, one Saturday morning, and we we went to the Saturday night show. And I was lucky enough that the choreographer, Nikki, she invited me out to come see the show, right? Call it a date if you must. But she invited me out to go see the show, and I'm sitting behind her, and and, you know, I I do what any normal person should do. If you know somebody that's involved in the show, Choreographed, directed it, whatever, acted, right. If 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 you feel some type of way about them, then you bring them a bouquet of flowers. I happened to find out what her favorite flowers were, and I brought her, you know, and I and I brought her a bouquet of her favorite flowers. It made me late, just to let you guys know, because I had to wrap it myself. I created a bouquet myself. Went, you know, like went to the went and got the cellophane. They did the whole wrapping of the thing. Put a bow on it. Got some got some glittery string. Tied it up. I I like it's the effort they like yo show, show show you the half effort detail of of this monstrosity of a great idea, and it's always interesting watching a show through your own untrained eyes, but also getting the opportunity to watch it through one of the creator's professional eyes as well. Again, because you're part of the process, it's maddening. You know every little thing that's wrong. You know every little misstep, every miscue, every little, every prop that that is out of place, every lighting that's too light, that's too dim, Um, microphone inflection, you, you, you see it all. The untrained person doesn't see that. Me, I saw a great show, obviously others that are involved in the show they see things out you can see things that need to be worked on great your professional is what you're supposed to do glad you have that quality <laughs> and they're supposed to have that quality now that's what makes them great in their own space and she is great in her own space she is definitely great in her own space because uh, if, I, if I can't if I remember correctly there's already a th- she already has another show in the making as well and we'll we'll give you guys that information we'll let you know we'll let you know when that show is going to take place. Where where you'll be able to buy tickets. We'll see if maybe we go ahead and and add that. Depending on when that show is, we may add that to our to our all women's fantasy football prize pool. And so so if that thing happens anytime after January, we may add that to those prizes and so one of you ladies could be able to if if you guys win, one of you ladies win, I should say, you'll be able to go and check out her next play as well and then maybe you could come on the air and we could discuss exactly how you felt on how you felt about it and see if there's anything different cuz i want, i wanted to go eat with the cast afterwards that was another beautiful thing right like i saw i saw an amazing show there was one person that stole the show for me and uh, it's it's crazy because i, I don't remember it. i don't remember the person's name or the you know what hold on hold on hold on i have the playbill right here i have the playbill right here cuz she had to do a fill in. I, I may not have her name then She had to fill in for somebody. Is is it Sarah? Yes. Sarah. I think that's her. She filled in for a role. And because somebody was sick. And the job that she did on that short notice was Incredible and to me she stole the show right because one her i call her the improv queen because she was on such short notice she didn't know she obviously didn't remember all of those lines because it was lines that she wasn't prepared for right she was the standing for that for that role i guess I guess she should have known the lines but she i guess she knew it as much as she could but she's a standing for this for, for that for that for that role, and her facial expressions sold the character. When she had to read from the cards, right, she improved and worked it in so masterfully that in one of the scenes, she says, I'm supposed to have this card in my hand. And I was really trying to, be, and, I, and I really couldn't determine if she was supposed to have that card in her hand or not. <laughs> and and the whole entire audience at this point in time had known that, okay, there's a couple of scenes in here that she, that she may not have known. I don't know if everybody knew her particular situation that she had just filled in, in on that role, but even whether you knew or you didn't, the way that she performed, or added it in there, right? Her not knowing it and having to read the cards, as if it was its own prop. Beautiful. Beautiful. I know there's a chef's kiss. I don't know if there's an actor's kiss, but I'm giving the actor's kiss to chef's kiss. Beautiful. Fuck, beautiful. It was masterful. Like, I'm telling you, he stole the show. Stole the show. There was, there was points in time because of that. When she was on the stage, I couldn't draw my eyes off of her because I just wanted to see how she was going to maneuver through each scene listen if you guys are in the let me see if I, if i have if I still have the if I still have the information for this one but if you guys are in the local area still right or listening in the local area you guys have to go and see young Frankenstein. You guys have to make sure that you guys get down there. It is at, let's see, did I have it loaded? Do I have it loaded? I do not have the information loaded. I thought I had it preloaded here. You know what, Instagram, I always do this to you. I apologize, but you're gonna lose me again because I need to go ahead and get, did I store this? I hope I made it a favorite. I didn't even make it a favorite. I've had to search for this thing about 50 different times today, right? Not today, over the last weekend. And you would have thought that I would have learned my lesson, right? And maybe made it a favorite or something so I could easily find it. But, okay, so this shows at Willow's Theater at Sugar Sand Park. That's at 300 South Military Trail in Boca Raton, Florida, 3348. I can't read that last number. It's cut off. But to get your tickets, right, in in advance, call 561-347-3948. Reserve your tickets today. Go see Young Frankenstein. It is worth it. I'm telling you right now, go grab... Now, it it does have some adult humor in it, right? So I don't know if this is something that you may want to bring the kids to. They can fully understand... If they're starting to understand adult humor and you're not ready to have them exposed to some light adult humor. But it does have some very funny adult humor in there, right? So definitely go check it out again. Like I said, Willow's Theater at Sandow Park. That's at 300 South Military Trail, Boca Raton, Florida. You can call the box office at 561-347-3948 to reserve your tickets today. The show will be running from October 21st to October 30th. So you still have six more days that you can go out and see that show and trust me when i say you're going to want to see it it's, it is worth it it's funny it's it's witty it's um it great dance scenes like like <laughs> um um i I, that's I i was hanging out with the crew afterwards one of the main actresses right or maybe the main actress i didn't even know was sitting with us that's how completely she transformed like like from actress to regular person. I think the next show Nikki Dykin is doing is Footloose. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If Footloose is, is after the football season, ladies, you are definitely gonna get a ticket or two to Footloose. All right, listen, I already know. I already know that if I would have if if I'm give, if I gave any of you ladies Footloose on DVD, you you go crazy. So I'm, I'm gonna give you a Footloose the musical, and 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 have you go bananas. <laughs> Your boyfriends can thank me later about you going bananas. <clears throat> but yeah, we gonna, we, gonna, we gonna, I'm definitely gonna get. You. I think it's Footloose. I think I if I'm I'm remembering I'm remembering this conversation now. One hundred percent, I think it was Footloose. But that was my weekend. That was that was my Friday. That was my Saturday. That's why we would have a podcast Friday because we had to go to In Art. We lost three. And then, like I said, Friday turned straight into Saturday. Birthday parties, plays, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Alright. Yeah, this was the playbill for Young Frankenstein. Let me show you guys this. So here you go. You guys take a quick look. So that, and you know what? Did I have this information right here in front of me in the playbill? Cause if I did I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really upset with myself. If I <laughs> Okay. I didn't? Good. Good good. I did not have that information I was looking for in front of me. Still good? Still good? Okay. I'm not a complete jackass. Whew. Man. I need to quit smoking or drinking or something. Is what I was gonna have to say, if I, if that if that information was on that book and I had it in my hands the whole entire time, and I was looking for it on my phone. You guys, definitely give them a call. Go, go 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 see that show. Go see that show. I'm I'm, I'm really happy I got the opportunity to see that show. Right? I really feel blessed that I that I that I, that I got the opportunity to go see that show. And then this this weekend coming up, I gotta go to Orlando to go see the show by one of my cousins that one that she's directing. So. I'm I'm just drowning in the arts right now. Listen, and there's only a a few things I like being drowned in. And the arts is definitely one. Of like my top five. Three. Three. (laughs) I think you guys know. I think you guys know the first two. I don't have to say it. (laughs) I've derailed enough, right? I, 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 th- I think I, I think I've reset that palette enough. You guys ready to, to roll up and roll and, and roll on? Let's 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 roll up and roll out. <sighs> Memphis over Brooklyn right now, forty six thirty eight. Since we managed to talk Yankees and we managed to talk Knicks, I think you guys have an idea. Today's podcast may be leading to And guys make sure you make sure you're here for Wednesday's podcast. Live at Sharkies. Don't you guys forget, folks, we do the we do the Bitey Sports Podcast live every Wednesday night from Sharky's 8.07 p.m. to eleven oh seven p.m. We have DJ Scepter in the mix at 10 p.m. Ladies drink free from 9 to 10 p.m. Half off from 10 to 12 p.m. In the business discount 15% off Veterans discount 15% off and of course, you know, we're going to have the mighty trivia where you can win yourself a nice little doobie prize. Doobie, doobie. Oh, baby. Oh, wait a <laughs> minute. Let's talk New York football giants gets to my nerves sometimes but i get it These they they, they used to be be a new york baseball team i I get it but let's talk new york football giants as they went trampling all over these jaguars now i'm not gonna act like they blew them they blew them out you know what let's back up a little bit let's back up a little bit i think we had a couple of notable injuries we want to get out the way first don't we (laughs) I I see, I I think I know why I started with the Giants now. We're still going to stick with the Giants. New York football Giants. Giant Nation stand up. Giants fans stand up. I know you guys are happy. It's okay that nobody saw this coming. It wasn't hate. It wasn't doubt. Honestly, nobody saw this coming. Listen, It's it's just like, put it this way. Actually, I'm going to tell you this. It's not hate or doubt that nobody saw this coming. It is hate if people are saying that you guys are not going to make the playoffs. That's hate. It is hate if they say that, oh, what you're doing now isn't sustainable through the rest of the season. That's hate. It's hate if they're sitting back, you know what I mean, plotting and praying for your downfall. That's hate. It's okay if they don't believe in you. God did. At least the football gods did. (laughs) Woo! New York Giants, stand up. Listen, as, as a New Yorker myself, while Big Blue is not what courses through my veins, at times I do feel your pain, right? So when you do bad, sometimes I go insane. So when you win, I want to see you do the same. Like, I can congratulate you. I, I, I have no problem. I'm, I'm secure in myself. It's like being able. It's like not. It's like be, not being able to pass by, by one of your brethren, right? Not one of your friends. Just any dude and be like, "Yo, I like that. Yo, I like your fit. B. that shit looks sharp." You should be secure on yourself to be able to compliment another another man or or another team in your city. Giants really on a threat to me. Why why am I beefing with them? We're setting the foundation right now, for you people understand that we we go we go get the Giants some love. The game was a little closer than we would like it to be. But let's not act like Sunshine is not proven to be one of the young ones to come up in this game. And there's a lot of them. You understand? There's not going to be a lot of quarterback positions left pretty soon. There's a lot of good quarterbacks in the league. There's a lot more. there's There's a lot more. This sentence coming off my tongue, right? There's a lot more good quarterbacks in the league than you realize. Yeah, there we go. That's what I was trying to say. I don't know if it's the weed or the or the beer so far, but one of them is, you know, Dublabin Gada. So I'm looking at these teams, and because what Trevor Lawrence, what did he put up? Damn near like 400 yards. What, what was his yardage? Trevor Lawrence put up Hold on. I don't know why I flipped out of that screen I and mean, I could have just crossed over. But Trevor Lawrence puts up puts up puts up puts up three hundred and ten yards. Okay. But he was up there. Maybe he wasn't four hundred, but I wanna say that he was in the top five in yardage for the quarterbacks this week. So maybe that's what maybe that's what I have in my head. <clears throat> so it's not like Trevor Lawrence wasn't out there gunsting Defense just held up, didn't didn't allow a passing touchdown. Also, didn't quite turn that ball over either through the air. Speaking of turning the ball over through the air, Dolphins fans, I'm gonna let you know this right now. I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. One, I'm gonna say this one time and one time only. You guys got lucky. I I still don't know how to evaluate your quarterback. I can't say that oh he looked he did good he. He threw four interceptions that the other team just couldn't catch. He literally threw the ball to the other team four times. Not, oh, it was tipped up and this happened. No, hit him in the chest like the route was meant for them. Let's go back to the Giants. Just that you guys know that I on the Podbean app. We have just about 15 minutes before... The pod bean feed is going to need is going to need to be reset. Don't you worry, folks. As this feed ends, if you already go and look into the live section, you should already see another mighty live feed already reserved for you guys. We're gonna open up that next room, and that, and we'll be able to continue this chat there as well. Everybody else, you'll be hearing our army commercial during that time. You know, what I'm gonna tell you to do go use the bathroom. Go pour yourself a drink. Go 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 roll yourself a bowl real quick. Go check on the kids to make sure that they still sound asleep. You know what I mean? Whatever you gotta do real quick. Go 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 take the trash out. You know whatever it is. Go go do that real quick while we run our commercial. We'll be right back. But less than fifteen minutes from right now. For right now, for for right now, we still got Giants talk. We we still got some big Giants talk. Cause the Giants came in there with that big football energy. And they've had that big football energy since about the second week when that coach decided to go for two. Somebody's got clobbered for the for the for the Brooklyn Nets. Right now they're playing four and five on offense. Player just came back into the was that Kyrie? Who's double zero? That's not Kyrie. Who is double zero for the Brooklyn Nets? It's not Cam. It's somebody else. I will figure that out later. Figured if I knew who he was, if I if he mattered more, if it was if he had a if he had a larger role on the team, I would know who he was. Let me make sure I say that correctly. I don't want to make it sound like he doesn't matter. But the New York Giants—they tried to beat the—they to beat the Jags like they didn't matter. The game started off rough, and you know what? I I, I think we're at a point where we have to realize that these. These giant games, they're not gonna look pretty. These Jets games either. Right? I could say the same thing about both of them. They're not gonna look pretty. These are gonna be slug out games. These are games that hopefully they're close in the first half and then you see what we're seeing now. You open up that you open up the floodgates in the second half and you shut the team down. Whether it whether you're up or you're down by three or a touchdown that's still close enough for you to, to play good enough defense that, the, that both of these teams have been doing. And still, and still play that, and, and still come away, and still not just shut your team, not to shut the opposing team now, but still come away with enough offense to be able to come away with these dubs. Daniel Jones, for the first time this season, puts up over 100 yards. And they needed every bit of those 100 yards to be able to get this victory. Saquon Barkley with another 100 yards. You're seeing... You're seeing this team treat Daniel Jones like the athlete he's advertised to be. I still don't believe it, right? (laughs) I still quite don't see it. But it's there, and it's a real thing. And you know what? Part of it being there is that this offensive line is looking better. Now, they took a blow to their offensive line um, just recently. So, we're going to... Actually, we asked one of the injuries that we actually need to need to keep an eye on. I need to get an update on To see... I think it was their right tackle, I think. That went down. So, we're going to get an update on that. We'll let you guys know on Wednesday. Right? So, we'll skip the injury report this week. And we'll give you an injury report on Wednesday. And we'll keep an eye on that to find out if this Giants right tackle or not, or not is still in the game because that's going to be major. He, he's he's literally been pulling his weight <laughs> all season. He he real he really has, and he has been one of the key. I can't remember who he is, right? And his name's if I'm not mistaken, he's a rookie. But he's been one of the reasons why the why the Giants have been able to run the ball as successfully. But also being able to use the, being able to use Daniel Jones as a running option, as you saw, I got eleven attempts over one hundred yards. I think I think his numbers were. <laughs> Kyrie over Kyrie Oven with a short shot. No, oh, that wasn't Kyrie. Yo, who is this Kyrie looking dude that I'm confusing for Kyrie? This double zero guy. He has got a nice assist. O'Neal. So Daniel Jones gets 100 gets over 100 yards rushing. Segar and Barkley gets over 100 yards rushing. The New York Giants basically um pitch a shutout in the second half to come away with a uh, to come away with their 23 to 17 victory. Again, nothing impressive. Daniel Jones 22 yards. The impressive part about Daniel Jones's game is the fact that he had 107 yards on the ground. So that's basically saying say that 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 Daniel Jones had 300 all-purpose yards by himself alone. So you Barkley had four i y- um, had 25 yards re- um, receiving as well, bringing him to a, to a nice little 135, still holding up. I think. I think giant fans. Actually, you know what? I'll ask the question. Giant fans, I'm not gonna answer this question for you. You guys, you guys, start letting me know. Hit me up in the comments, everywhere that you may be listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast at. So wherever you're watching live at, whether you're watching live on Twitch, you're watching live on YouTube, you're watching live on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Podbean, wherever you may be watching live at, right? Hit me up in the comments. Giants fans, have. Are you still holding your breath every time Saquon Barkley runs? Every time you see Saquon Barkley take a tackle, or have you now? Are you now able to relax a little bit? And now, have you been able to exhale now with Saquon Barkley? Listen, non-Giants fans, like I'm curious about what you think. Because, well, I know you don't have to be a fan of a player to kind of like be like kind of hold your breath. Every time you see that player run. Every time you see that player on, on the field. I feel like that about Tua got a tongue twister. Right, Every time I saw him run last night, I was like, man, you better watch out. You know you was just asleep last week. You was out here set tripping. You, you, you had mothers across America talking about, oh my God, what happened to his hands, baby? So... I'm, I'm watching Tua got a tongue twister. And I know every time he runs, I'm kind of concerned. Do we do we still have that same kind of concern with Saquon Barkley? More importantly, as I'm asking everybody around the league that watches football, but Giants fans, do you have that, that little feel in your gut? Do you have that still, that nervousness in your gut every time Saquon runs? Thinking like, man... This could be the one that sets him back again, or, or, or are you confident? Or have you come back from that, from that feeling, thinking like, okay, he looks like he's good again, because this will be the second year after the initial injury, right? Which I think that we're all learning now that after the f- the first year after some kind of Achilles or MCL, ACL, PCL, or whatever tear, calf tear, calf strain, whatever, that some other part of the leg in one of those areas are going to go as well. Like one year is the MCL, the next year is gonna be your 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 Achilles. One year is your Achilles, the next year is gonna be your your ACL. I think we're starting to learn that that these guys, while they're coming back bigger, that they're coming back faster than ever, something is something is kind of off in their rehabilitation, and they're still kind of overcompensated in areas that, that that's that's causing a second that's causing a second injury within a calendar year. Or three hundred sixty-five days of their first uh, of them of them coming back. Oh, so look at this. So folks, we just got the two-minute more the two-minute warning for Pod B. So as, as we said, I think that's gonna be the the time right about now. Pod B people, we um we're gonna lose you guys. Everybody else, you're gonna hear a commercial. But regardless of if you hear a commercial or you lose us through Pod B, we will be right back on both formats. Habib people, there's another one waiting for you guys. Everybody else, you stick right there, and we'll be back after these messages. (laughs) Woo-woo! We're back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Talent Talentoma T- Taylor, aka Talent El Idolo Deportivo Taylor. Well, I can get back in the ring announcing it, so you guys can call me Talent Motor Mouth of the South, Taylor. <laughs> I got a lot of different monikers. I got a lot of hats. I wear a lot of hats. I, enjoy, I like these hats. I like these creative hats in my local community, man. Right? This it's. it's it's really a great world to be in in that creative world and constantly and it doesn't matter whether you're meeting people for television you're meeting people for radio you're meeting people for for, for local theater for 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 choreographing for demo, for for directing for, it, like, it, it doesn't matter like they're all such great minds to to be around and to pick like, it really is a beautiful thing. It really is a beautiful thing. And I enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. Like, my goddaughter, she asked me a question about voting. Like, I had to give her the most, and it's great, and and I, had, I gave her the, probably the most unbiased opinion I can ever give, right? And, and I think some people don't don't honestly take the opportunity to really help give unbiased opinions to their little people when they, when they get to, like, that age when they can start making their own opinions. I honestly really truly took her through presidencies from I remember it from the first bush to now. Um, how I felt that each one of them needed to be polarizing in their own ways. I talked to her about a lot of the good that I thought that President Trump did. Right. I talked like I told her about my about the reasons for me voting behind each president that I ever voted for. I told her that at least and even when I started my first voter registration that I was democratic and now I'm independent. Right and and that's something that that I wish I would have had more so I had more talk to me about but she said the reason why she wanted to talk to me was because her family was just kind of like like a blue kind of a blue kind of household. Like by default and hearing anything else by certain individuals. Um it kind of drew abrasive conversations for um, for no particular reason, right? Which really isn't the way to go when you're trying to help teach somebody on how to make decisions. So I just gave her the most general thing. I didn't try to put any of my own personal views onto it. Just like on, on, a, on any particular party, I just gave a little history lesson. One about how each party used to be before the civil war and what each party became after the civil war like that's part of history that 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 should be known i told her that don't let them don't let them utilize trigger topics right polarizing topics to help try to sway you uh, and i had to let her know because she is very she is, she's a very holy person i said they will you. You will hear a lot of individuals use religion, but as you can see, as you know, and you have you already seen, religion is a very polarizing topic. So it so it helps sway conversation, and it, and it helps, and, and it helps them target a certain amount of people. And and I, and I explained things, and I said, listen, just because even if individuals feel a certain holy agenda, you should be old enough and wise enough doing that. Everybody that talks about God is about God, right? So, like, it, it was, but like, went into much, much conversation because it does, like, believe it or not, there there are lines that, 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 that does get crossed. So I just try to keep, just try to really keep it as as, as open as possible, try to let, really let her lo- explain that the presidency election really isn't the presidency election that you need to put all that big voting election, all that, that big voting election, All of that big energy election, all that big energy that most people put into it, right? That is more of a popularity contest for the CEO of the United States of America. And to be honest with you, one of the things that I I told her that I appreciated Trump for more than anything else is that he understood the business of the United States and he handled the business portion of the United States really well. I said people forget one of the first things he didn't is looked at a contract, was like, yeah, this is a bad contract, we're gonna redo this, or you're gonna stop doing or, or we'll find or we'll stop doing business with you and we'll go somewhere else. That wasn't a bad move. I think everybody would wanna get out well, everybody when they see a bad contract, when their representative or their lawyer, whoever's running their book suddenly come like, Yeah, this contract ain't good, we're gonna get out of this immediately. How the hell are you doing this? You you're literally paying them to do something that you can do your damn self. Like, like people overlooked that because of all of the rhetoric. That rhetoric made it made it hard to hear. It made it hard to see some of his things. So I, I explained both sides of it. I let her understand that the United States is a business, and whoever runs the United States needs to understand the business of the United States, which comes with not only trading goods and services, but also trading relationships with other countries. You never heard anybody explain it like that. Try to keep it try to keep it real open. This is a, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky is a tricky topic it's the first time voting and she wanted to, she wanted to know about the importance of it I told her that the one that she that the election she really needs to follow is the, is the local one because most anything that she's really truly concerned about right or, or whatever want changed in right is going to happen for is gonna happen first locally so that's the individual that you're gonna want to make sure that you do your most research on. Like I said. The president stuff is just cool. It's something that everybody from all 50 states can actually can actually go around. and, and But the energy is wrong. The energy should be more when it, when it comes to your local officials than the presidential officials. But it targets more people. I think the only thing that gets more rating than the presidency election is football games. Seriously. Like, in the year of a presidential election, the only thing that gets more ratings than ever is, the, is, is football games. Specifically... Conference championships and Super Bowls. Just to let you guys know, like, just that polarizing. I explained that to her. She didn't know that. I'm not here to tell her to vote Democratic. I'm not here to tell her to vote Republican. I'm not here to tell her to. to I'm, tell, I'm here to tell her to vote and and just try to understand on where you need to, not even where, but how to kind of decipher what this, what's the information that you're trying to look at. When I don't even know if I even did that. So I tell how, like, like they're just to, tell to vote, and I understand that whatever you little things you've known about politics so far is like is is probably not what you think and just constantly keep looking at it from who can help still benefit because everybody's looking at who's gonna benefit me and my agenda who aligns with that I explained to her what happens when you have a Republican president in with a lot of Demo- with with a lot of of democratic people in house and vice versa. Sweeting how how things get vetoed often and how things get pushed through. Why I even explained why still the question I have this day. That why more presidents surprisingly, why more presidents didn't act like like Trump. From a sense of why well, go on nephew. From a sense of making more things just happen. Because I don't understand I don't understand that a lot of individuals, once they made it to presidency, they were still maneuvering as if they were worried about their political career, but presidency is the pinnacle of your of your political career. So what the hell are you concerned about? But again, they weren't businessmen. They weren't already pre. That's ah, a whole different topic. Like I said, I had a nice little conversation with my, <laughs> with, my, <laughs> with, my <laughs> with my with my with my with my goddaughter niece. <laughs> right. You got her in December, did you? You know it's October, right? How come I'm just not hearing this? Oh, wait. Get out, not got out. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. I'm tripping. Uh, I missed. I, I didn't see one word properly. I don't got my, You can see I don't got my glasses on. Appreciate you, nephew. So now, you not know, even more, guys, I just realized where you're watching from. Like, so, I had a real nice little conversation. Like I said I wasn't trying to sway her, definitely, because I don't want, I don't have a, I want to sway, sway individuals when it comes to this. I'm Not trying to sway her to vote Democrat or vote Republican. Just kind of have a better understanding of how each party's, I'm um, originating, what. Um, where most parties kind of reside at, and um, currently today, um, the kind of cities that um, that that they that they o- that they overlook, like little things like that, little things that she probably would never ever hear in other conversations. Like I said, in her um, previously in her household, so sometimes it sounds like if they just weren't like blue, just had to just happen. And listen, blue may not be for you. Blue may not be for the benefits of your state. Or, blue may not be for the, like, like I said, like, and I said, that's the thing that like, we, you know, we have different, you know, cities and stuff like that, because it all, it all depends on, on, on how, it's, how it's for you. Like I said, like, you need, you need as much blue as you need red, and you need as much red as you need blue. But, like I said, I understand, like, they, they both come with their own different set of procedures. And, But they also do function depending on whether where, where, where they're also at as well, east versus west, inner city versus suburb, <clears throat> how close you are to a multicultural area versus not. So it really, it really all depends on, on really what goes on in your local area. Remember to vote, people. that's, that's I think that's what this is all about remember to vote because the change that you really want starts with you more than anything else all right so like don't, don't don't just register to vote like get out and vote so that you can start making some of those changes that you want all right let's continue with the sports right like I said we had the New York Giants taking on the, on the Jaguars 97 to 6, 93 to 17. apparently we, like I said we're going through this weird era where there's not a lot of quarterback spots that are that I think are going to be open in the near future. But I think I do know, too. And I ain't talking about the Matt Ryans and Carson Wentz's of the world. Oh, no. This ain't a country for old men. And there's a couple of old guys still in the league that it looked like Father but time has caught up with them. Now, their clock is in the the Big Ben, but it ticks just as loud. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, guess what, folks? Your time is near. You've had a good run. I think it's time for you to hang it up. whatever you set up young crop of quarterbacks coming and do their thing. Think about who is the young quarterback now for Green Bay? Is it still that Lance guy? Is he still sitting there somewhere? Chilling? Learning? Like, is he still healthy Somebody's in the APB. Out there, he out there struggling, wishing Aaron Rodgers would call it a wrap. It's, it's coming pretty soon. Both, both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have lost three straight games. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Green Bay has Buffalo up next week, and I can't remember who Tampa Bay has next week. They may be on their bye next week. I can't remember who Tampa Bay has next week, but it's been a while since. You've ever heard about three straight losses ever happening to Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? But here we are. Both of these teams have, like, Green Bay alone, what they lost to the to the Giants in, in London, and then they came back and they lost to the Jets. Things are not looking good. They're not looking good for those two teams alone. And Jets fans, I know things are gonna suck. If I'm not mistaken, we're gonna talk about this one on on Wednesday, but there may be a notable injury coming our way, so we're gonna have to keep an eye on that as well. Now, it's <laughs> another quarterback that may not be in the league for much longer either, and. He's not as old as those other guys, but you know how this league is. Everybody kind of ages differently. I know I told you guys to take it easy on on Russell Westbrook, but I find it very ironic that all of a sudden that Russell Wilson is like, yeah, you know what? I'm injured. I'm injured. I'm going to have to take this time off. <laughs> he ain't trying to play through it. He ain't going to sacrifice nothing. He's like, you know what? Nah, I'm not looking good. This ain't me. I'm going to take this time off. And as a Jets fan, you're like, wait, what? Even when he was, like, nothing, nothing. Even when Russell Wilson was going to be there, Jets squad and Jets fans, you had to feel pretty good that you had a chance. That you had to feel like that that you had a chance that, that you had a, that you could win that game. The moment you heard that Russ wasn't there though, you were like, "Yo, I don't just think we can win this game. I'm pretty damn sure, based of how we've looked these last couple of weeks, we can win this game." And hold on, let me check real quick. Um, um. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I have a receipt for Denver in here as well. I guess we're gonna have to cash this one in today. <clears throat> and that's how they looked. Now Denver brought up, Denver had all the elements that Denver could bring. They had they had gusting wins. That that were making field goal attempts difficult. But luckily for the Jets, you're looking at this like Okay, we want to run this ball anyway. And that's what they did. As much as they could. Because this game looked ugly. We're talking, New York Jets scored a touchdown in the first quarter. And that's the last time a touchdown was scored. The whole game. The whole game. By both sides. Now the New York Jets end up put up a couple more field goals, right? But that was basically their plan. That we're gonna run, 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 run the football, run the football, and kind of sucks, right? Because I told you that that the breeze was definitely that that, that the breeze was definitely blowing in Green Bay that day or in Denver that night, but so was Brees Hall. He was blowing as well, right? (laughs) And he had four attempts for 72 yards and a touchdown already. Unfortunately, we're not quite sure what his status is going to be for week eight. Next week. There we go. Thank you. Now, a little bit of fantasy tips. Right, if you guys haven't already, go ahead and handcuff Michael Carter. The New York New York Jets are gonna lean heavy on him. He's he's already a major part. I mean, he's already uh, he's already had what thirteen attempts. He does have the same pop at Bruce Hall. Jets fans, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap! How excited are you guys? Tell me this. How you doing? All right. How excited are you guys? You realize we have a shutdown corner, a pretty good safety. We have a number one wide receiver, some pretty good veteran backups, right, to that number one, that young number one. We have a stud running back. And Brees Hall. Full-blown stud. We're talking about, we have our very own Cheetah. We have our very own Derrick Henry. We have our very own um, um, Najee Harris. We have our very own Jonathan Taylor. We have that guy. As a rookie. Just got, we have our own Saquon Barkley. That's what I mean. We have our own running back now. just suck so we're gonna have to wait to hear if we have him the rest of the year handcuff michael quarter handcuff michael Carter. that's all i'm gonna you know what that's not all i'm gonna say to you the mighty fantasy football tips not winning tips just tips, <laughs> tips. just the tip just the tip <laughs> just the tip let's just say what i want involves much more than What I want is much more than just the tips. I'm always talking sports. And listen, listen, Steve, Stephen A ain't got shit on me. Let's you know that right now, right? <coughs> right listen, uh, listen, I listen, I was having this podga- podcast game before Stephen A even knew what a podcast was. Just saying. You tell him come see me when he ready. Put them right here. <laughs> right. Let's continue. Let's continue. Right. F- Fanny. <laughs> I'm not even ranting, though. I was... Ear- I, I I haven't been ranting all day. I was ranting earlier. Well, I was ranting right now. Should have been here all podcast. Where was I? Where was I? Where were we? Where were we? Jets. There we go. Def- handcuff Michael Carter. We're at that point in time that, yeah. If depending on what happens with with Brees Hall, you're gonna want to ha- um, handcuff Michael Cord. They're gonna be leaning heavily on him. The only thing about him, Michael Cord, may mean, not give you the same kind of pop that Brees Hall does, but his workload is going to be should be enough to at least possibly put him in like a flex spot for you. Now he had thirteen. He had thirteen attempts this last game. And that was with sharing time with, with Bryce Hall. Not a lot of time, but still sharing time with Bryce Hall. If there's no, if there's no Bryce Hall in the game, you, I'm gonna I'm gonna expect him to get about at least twenty touches per game. So you get, so if depending on what we hear from Bryce, you're gonna wanna have, you're gonna wanna get Michael Cord on your team. Ravens and Bucks thought. That game, I have Ravens. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Ravens on that one. I'm not whatever's whatever's going on with Tom Brady and and, and this new squad. I'm, I'm gonna put forth to continue. The only thing that the only see the only thing that, that that scares me about the Baltimore Ravens is that they have not been able to close out games this season. And there's one thing that Tom Brady knows how to do is come back in a game. And if you keep giving him opportunities, the way that Baltimore has been giving teams opportunities, he's gonna do it. But if it wasn't, if it, if if I can envision that the Ravens have gotten their ish together, and last week's, or this past week's performance, right? Not even so much the performance, but them holding off and being able to close out this game. If if that's what, what the first step was, or first step looks like, and he said that now they're on their way to closing out games, then I'm going Baltimore because Tom, something's going on with Tampa. Like, I don't know if Tom Brady has gone full Florida, man, and he discovered a, and he discovered a meth lab, like, over there in, in Tampa, but something is going on with him. He looks older than he's ever looked. He looks skinnier than he's ever looked. Browns at Jags. Okay, I'm going to give you this last pick. If you want, because if you want the rest of my picks, you got to listen to Wednesday's show when we we'll be doing the rest of our picks. Because I wasn't prepared to do picks on a Monday. <laughs> Just to let you know, Pippin. <laughs> I like what you what you doing there, but I'm not prepared to that. And plus, I'm gonna go Jags anyway. That's that's kind of simple. I don't trust the I don't trust the Broncos for anything right now. Like they're, they're they're a complete joke to me. They are they are 100 a complete joke to me, but. We'll be doing the rest of our picks on we'll be doing the rest of our picks next week. Or not next week, but on Wednesday. We're not having a show this Friday. We're gonna be in Orlando. We're gonna be heading out to Orlando. I gotta go see my show's cuz. I mean my, my cousin's show. My show's cuz. My cousin's show. I think we're still gonna get to that hour. I think we're still gonna get to that hour where the alcohol mixes with the liquor perfectly and starts really fucking with um Dubla Blingata. Right? Think we get into that point in the day. Cheers to the rest of you. Mm. So, the Jets have a the Jets they have a serious back. Like, I'm talking about they have they have one of those top tier backs in, Bree, in, in in Bryce right. But now he has that he has that one little injury issue. We're gonna have to figure out what's going on with him, and if he's not in the offense. How productive can this team be? Because remember, this team isn't this team isn't super explosive, right? Um, like Wilson hasn't found Wilson yet. They haven't made that connection as of yet. Like he, he he's still passing the ball to 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 Corey Davis, right? Like that that's still his favorite target. When 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 he has a when he has a on the other side, double teams, number one number one corners, things like that, right? Like he has to see he has to see him open before he can throw him open, kind of thing. Joe Flacco had that had that faith that 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 uh, Antoine Brown faith. What was it? What was it? Antoine Bolden faith? Where, well, I don't know if I could if I put it up, you'll catch it, right? Like uh, he knew it. Like I'm not I'm not gonna I am not i am going to i do not have to see you open. I just I just have to throw it. I just have to throw it to you, and you'll catch it. He doesn't have like Zach doesn't have that same confidence right in him yet. So once that clicks that's going to change the dynamics again but also maybe this is what they need maybe maybe Bryce Hall missing a game or two maybe Bryce Hall missing a game or two if that may help Zach hook up with Wilson more it may it may force him to have to find him a lot more often than he was doing in the past, because of how often they were leaning, they, they were they were leaning on Hall. Now, the only thing, I, the only way I can change, right? The only thing I can scare is that you've already you already seen it, you've already seen that they're very much willing to pass it to Carter out the backfield before they're willing to pass it to Wilson. That's the one thing that makes me nervous. Uh, because at some point in time, at some point in time, right, they have to really get it going to Garrett. He has to start get becoming the bona fide number one option. And not just four catches, uh, you know, um, um, four catches for the game. Not just five targets. We're talking about ten targets. But, again... This could just be the this could also be the offense not not just trying to not trying to have Zach make all of these passes. But at some point in time you're gonna have to open this up to him. At some point in time you got to open this up to him. Or he's just gonna have to target Wilson more. Zach, or Zach's got to target Garrett more. That that's, that's really what he may have to boil down to. Especially if we if we find ourselves haulless. Right? Without without a haul pass, he's gonna have to find another route. That other route may be Garrett Wilson. See. Because Aaron Wilson, ever since Zach has been his quarterback, from a fantasy football standpoint, his stock has dropped. With Joe Flacco, he was flying high. We' we're, we're, we're talk about we were talking about flying higher than a jet in the mile high. He was flying high. Zach came back, they had to they had to kind of dummy down, dwindle down. Shave down the playbook again, but also you, you found you found a safety net, and you, and you can't blame them. For, I guess I can't blame them for that. Right? I'm, I'm talking. I'm, I'm debating with myself over here. I can't fully debate them for. I can't fully blame them for, for that. They found a safety net in Brees. Now you're gonna have to. Now you have to find out who's your next safety net is. And what you hope that happens is that they. What I'm hoping it happens is that he finds his next safety net in Garrett. And that way, when Brees comes back, now he's comfortable using Barrett Garrett. He's comfortable using Carter. He and then he and then he's, he was already comfortable using Brees. Now you're able to throw all three of them in the mix. He's already comfortable. He's comfortable enough with Corey Davis. Is it Corey Davis? Is that who I'm thinking about? Yep, it's Corey Davis. You know, Corey Davis didn't have any catches. He only had one target. Ironically. Michael Carter, two catches, 45 yard. Garrett Wilson, four for 24. Tyler Coughlin, four for 22. Braxton Burrios, three for 15. And everybody else seemed worth mentioning. Braxton was 27 on the on the in the on the floor and 15 in the air. Michael Carter with 29 on the floor. And 45 through the air. Had a touchdown as well. Yo, I ate on my fantasy football today. I think I beat Buddy like 150 to like 45. Let's see here, man someone please buy me this, like, okay, see, don't play with me, cause I would, like, don't play with me, I, I really would, <laughs> listen, 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 I've had, a, I've had a good weekend, and then, you know what made it even better? not just the Jets winning not just the Giants winning I was able to get some rest finally I've been going ham since last week and I realized I do it to myself because good rest on Wednesday starts today it really does how much rest I get on Wednesday is really dependent on how much rest I get today and tomorrow night and you guys already see we're still potting at 12 o'clock in we're going to be still potting at 1 o'clock in the morning. Somebody asked if the NFL rigged. I still say no. Like, they're a fucked up league, but I don't think they're rigged. I think for a while, they definitely cheated for Tom Brady. I think they still cheat for Tom Brady. Was the NFL rigged? Nah. And let me ask you this. The NFL is rigged. Are people going to stop watching it? Because people still watching, people still watching wrestling. I'm gonna let you know right now: the NFL could come on and say they're rigged. It may hurt their numbers for two years. Maybe they may not even hurt them. Then what? Everybody's gonna just jump to the AFL, the XFL. Especially now, now they still have all these time slots. They're still being the perfect time slot to catch people, to catch people casually on a Sunday don't know when the XFL or the AFL or AWF or WOW. Sorry, no, no. Let me not put you put you ladies in here. This has nothing to do with you. You got you ladies are actually pretty awesome. I don't want I don't want to get you. I don't want you. I don't want to get you convoluted in this conversation. My apologies, ladies. My apologies. So the NFL could be rigged all day long, and people will still watch, right? They'll, they'll be there will be 65% of the fans that immediately will not care. tell telling you right now. 65% of the fans will not care. 35, you may lose to the end of one season. But they'll be back. Because you know what? They ain't gonna want to hit that honeydew list on a Sunday. You already got too much invested into these Sundays. Depending on who you are, you already got too much investment in these Sundays. Tailgating equipment, tickets, friendships, alcohol, spots. Nah. You may not even watch football anymore and still go out and do the same things you were doing just because you're used to. Like, you know, I'm going to go have a drink with the fellas. Like I, ain't, like, I don't care about the football anymore, but I at least care to go hang out with the boys and go get a drink. I want to be in the goddamn house. You know what I mean? so I can get it I, I can I definitely understand it yo what I don't understand is how the Tampa Bay Pan, how the Tampa Bay Ca- Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Carolina Panthers and not just lost 21 to three this is almost a shutout Tampa Bay kicked, Tampa Bay finally scored in the fourth quarter. This was almost a shutout. Tom Brady, a Carolina Panthers team that just traded away Christian McCaffrey to San Fran. Christian over there getting in the playbook while he's still on the plane studying as much as he can. Being, you know what I mean, could contribute into his team immediately. Tom Brady out here putting up a stinker. Now, this team is only three and four. Right? As, as we make fun and say, like, okay, there's no country for old men. This team is only three and four. We're just about coming up halfway through the season. So you guys already know what's coming up next weekend, right? Or next week. Next week, we take a look. Again, at everybody that was in the playoffs last year. And we try to see if we can point out and figure out n- now, we should because we did this. Remember, we did this at week four. We did this at week four and we made some early candidates. We had some early candidates. Let's see what happens now this week, right? Or next week. So, next week at Sharkies, not this Wednesday at Sharkies, next Wednesday at Sharkies, we're going to cover this topic. Which one of these teams aren't going to make it? We're halfway through the season. We're just about halfway through the season. And we know the NFL has a turnover ratio of six teams that were in the playoffs are not going to make the playoffs again this year. We're starting to see it shape up. So we're gonna go over this exercise and see if we can determine which six of those teams are going to be out, and then we have one more opportunity at this—just one. Are we gonna see? We, are we gonna see how things have changed from week four to week eight to week twelve? This is gonna be. Yo, what what <laughs> what is it interesting, right? Well, what also interesting? Cause I'm I'm gonna go back basketball for a second, right? So let's 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 roll up and roll out. Another squad with a bunch of old guys that I am not quite understanding how this team is failing, To be honest with you, is the LA Lakers, and actually I do know exactly how they're feeling. This Lakers team. Is no longer a hungry team. This, like this, this team is the full example of a team rest that, that have rested on their loyals. They really are. This team doesn't care about winning championships; they just are happy being Lakers. And last time I checked, Kobe was really frustrated with a team that had what was his name, Swaggy P, on it. And a young D'Angelo Russell that were just happy with being Lakers. Because that's who these Lakers look like. The Swaggy P-led Lakers. I would rather have the squad that LeBron James took to his first championship in Cleveland. Cleveland. Than have this squad. This team got no guts. They got no level. I'm sorry, they don't. They got no want to. They got no drive. They got no passion. I don't know if you guys see it, but this team does not look like they care to try to put what is effort in a real game. And then, the Russell Westbrook slander. While... I'll be the first one to admit that Russ's cooking has been real bland lately. I- I've told you guys this. Russell Wilson and Russell Westbrooks. Both of their cooking have been real bland. Let Russ cook. Psh, I'm sorry. I'm allergic. <laughs> but you can't fault the man for every single thing. There was a shot, right? Right? At the end of the game, which game was it? Let's see, let's see. What game was it? Do I have that written down? The game was 101, 102. Russ takes a shot. I forget what team he's playing. Are they playing Portland? They're playing Portland. He has the ball on the right wing. He's able to get it basically to like the elbow. Right outside the paint. To take a nice little chippy shot. And he takes it. Nurkic doesn't really try to come in and contest them. Like Nurkic doesn't even have his hands up running at him. He gives him the little <laughs> like the <laughs> The body check. He gave Russell Westbrook the body check. Not like I'm trying to hit him on the body, I'm gonna just put my hand out. He hit me one of those. And Ultimately Russ misses the shot. He had a wide open shot. He had a full-blown wide open shot. And of course the Twitterverse is killing him for it. Bad shot, this, that, and a third. Not only them. Antonio Davis and Anthony Davis Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis and LeBron James are both over here talking about look with their hands up, like, oh my god, what was that about? But he got in, right? Into the three point right, in into the baseline, right? Fit, wait, was was about 15, 18 feet away from the basket? Took a nice little chippy jumper. He just happened to miss it. He was wide open. Now, a couple of things. What? I don't call yeah. Were there better shots? Possibly. That he could have taken? Definitely. Was that a bad shot? No. There was three options there. He could have shot that shot. It was a good shot. He could have shot that shot off the backboard. Would have been a better shot. He could have drove the lane to the basket since you kind of had Nurkic, um, backpedaling a little bit. Like Nurkic, um, had, well, Nurkic had his back half a turn. He was backpedaling. You could you could have drove to the lane, try to make contact. It was a one point game. You may, all you needed was one free throw to tie the game. But try to drive to the lane, make contact, something. If you don't make contact, then hopefully you get an easy dunk. That's probably would have been the better option. Like the same way we killed. Ben Simmons for not trying to dunk over Trey Young. I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook is the kind of guy that we can look at him based off his past athleticism and say, "Why didn't you jump dunk over Nurkic?" Unless you're saying you can't dunk over Nurkic like that anymore, or the Nurkic's of the world. Like I said, I don't think Kyrie. I don't Kyrie. I don't think Russ took a bad shot. There was just two better shots, but they all three were good shots. He just took the lowest percentage out of all of them. Jesus, Russ, you're so hard to defend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the unnecessary Russ lander—it's gonna have to stop. It's gonna really have to stop. Let's let's talk. Let's let's do some local talk, right? We're gonna end the show here. We got about 19 minutes or so left in the show. Seventeen minutes, fifteen minutes. Let's go. Let's go to local football because, you know what? And, you know what? Nah. I'm not gonna talk about two got a tongue twister today. That topic. I'm gonna save for Wednesday, when we're live at Sharkies, when there's ladies' night, live DJ free drinks for ladies 9 to 10, 2 for 1 10 to 12. Ooh. I'm already you know what's funny? I'm already I'm already I'm already contemplating what I want for dinner from Sharky's tomorrow night. Mm. I've been having them do this honey garlic hot wings. Right? That's been pretty fire. I like their chicken I like their chicken filly as well. I wish they had better chicken fingers. I'm not gonna lie, because the person that's been drinking today can definitely go for some chicken fingers from one of my local eateries, and unfortunately, that place isn't Sharky's. They don't got the best. They don't got the best chicken fingers in the game. Like I'll, I'll tell you guys, if they had Sharky's got got one of the best burgers in the game, right? They have they have one of the best burgers in the game. They don't. But the best chicken fingers in the game is at Team One Taxis. Like, they have the best chicken fingers in the game. Like, that sucker. It's enough to make your head pop off. Don't forget, this could be your product right over here. They're being displayed the whole entire time during the Mighty Sports podcast. And also, I'll let your boy for all kinds of events. He does, I do. And I'm about to leave you. Cause you know what, not only is, not only have we got to the point I told you where the liquor and the alcohol are perfectly hitting them Dubla Avingada in that perfect spot, right, it's like 1 o'clock at night, and I'm getting kind of tired, and we got topics to talk about for Wednesday. Listen, I'm, I'm going to give you a little sample. We're going to talk to, I got a tongue twister, on, on Wednesday, right, but I want to talk about that in front of a lot of Miami Dolphins audience. I I understand that you guys may be feeling yourselves, and you know what? You rightfully should. Kinda, sorta. I want to talk. I want. I want to talk about this one. The one percenters in the NBA. You always hear me talk about them in a the, in a negative light, right? Or you always trying to hold me. Always or not a negative. You always yeah. I'm, I'm always trying to. I'm always trying to hold them accountable for something else. But, I'm going to tell you about the 1%ers on Wednesday. We don't just have, talk about the 1%ers, right? I also, we're going to do, what do we have coming up? We're going to do our, no, that's next week, that's next week. We have our Mighty Trivia, I know you guys know about that already. But that's not even going to be time. Um, oh my god we got Disney topics added in there whatever topic that I add in there I added I added a couple of random topics I added some really easy questions for you guys too just know that we have well over a hundred top um, hundred questions so far now we went from like 24 um, questions to like 80 something questions now over a hundred uh, you understand like I may just go ham tomorrow I do just may go ham tomorrow and add another fifty to one hundred questions into the pool. You never know what I may do. Oh, I added some hypology questions. Yeah, yeah. I added some hypology questions, and I just thought about another one. So I can tell you, we're trying, we're trying to give um give these prizes away. And oh yeah, this week, not just doobie snacks. But also samples of Blue Chew. We have, we have them all, folks. We have the full set. So, we may do six prizes this Wednesday for trivia instead of four. Still half an hour. But we may do six prizes. I'm just hoping all the joints don't go first. Because <laughs> I'm like, why, why am I even doing the Blue Chew? But I know, but I do know there's a bunch of you guys that like the blue chew, so we'll make sure that you guys get that on hand. And don't forget that if you would like to get yourself a free sample of blue chew, right, up, go to bluechew.com and use my promo code of QSJS, and you'll be able to get your first order of blue chew for free. I know we're wrapping up here. And I'm just rambling, right? Kind of rambling. because I I get, I get all these little things out. I want Wednesday's show is gonna be big. Wednesday's show is going to be big because also, like I said, so we're not just going to talk about the one percenters, right? And we're not just going to talk about tours play, right, for our local people. We're going to make sure we get you guys that injury report, right? We have our picks we're going to do as well because we won't have a show on Friday. So we're gonna be doing our we're gonna be doing our picks for the week on Wednesday. Man, like I said, we already, we already have a big show. We already have a big show for you guys. On I love to see it. I know you guys love to see it. I love. I ultimately, I really, really, really do love to see it. make sure that you come out next you come out for the next show you come out to you come out on wednesday come out to the next show and i guarantee you it's going to be a blast at the mighty sports podcast live from sharkies every wednesday night at 807 p.m. and you know what you know the only reason i've been rambling is because i haven't gotten my outro music as of yet so anytime that you ready dj mighty to play my outro music i would really appreciate it and then i'll stop rambling